We need full frontal. Misinformation podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I wish I Welcome to a very special, whoa, again with the sound, uh, fifth episode of Misinterview, uh, the, the, the second podcast in the, the misinformation family of podcasts. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited about this, this, uh, this episode because it actually, it, it, it's a close to home episode for me. It, it's been the, uh, my goal when we first started uh, misinformation was to start bringing on folks that that I knew that were talented and that were were getting work and and to talk to them about the entertainment business and things like that. Um, so and you got me. <laughs> right. Oh, I'll get there. You'll have your moment, sir. Um, so you know, so I wanted to bring in you know to kind of reach those feelers out originally with stand up comics and, and and things like that to to bring in people who were working and, and could talk. Uh, uh, about the industry since we're from Iowa and a lot of our listeners in Iowa they don't get that experience um, or, or to know things aside from listening to like Nerdist or, or Smodcast and, and even that is a lot of it is just name dropping and oh, it's sure. not hey this is how the business works this is a funny thing that happened um, so being the, the fact that I went to school for theater got a degree in theater you would assume that maybe I might know people working in the entertainment industry that has only become true Recently, <laughs> um, so uh, the, the guy we brought on for today, uh, we we the only show I believe we ever worked together on was uh, was the Visha production of Oklahoma, um, where I uh, played a Persian peddler um, <laughs> who was a womanizing scoundrel. So not too far from reality, and I played a seventy-year-old man. So you not know. too far from reality, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen. My 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 friend uh, Tony Forsmark is here with us today. Eric's here as well. I'm here. Hello. Yo. Yep. Um, and and uh, shit. Let's just get right into it, Tony. You're living in L.A., living the dream. I, I doing I'm, it. I'm there. It, you know, been there. Uh, what is it? Twelve years now. Jesus, you know, and that's thinking back to when we were in school together, doing a lot of crappy theater, some good theater. Um, it doesn't seem like that long ago, does it? It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like very long at all. Uh, and part of it, you know, is, is you know the times that we've lived in since then have just kind of been a roller coaster. Yeah. You know, in, in my mind, and especially when I went out there, it was two thousand one, and so oh, we great were, timing, yeah. <laughs> and, and and so it was. Uh, we were in the middle of an actor strike, right? A, as it stood, and so and then we had nine eleven, and so everything just kind of got really weird, especially in the entertainment industry everywhere, and it's it's just kind of 
like I said, been a little roller coastery since it's kind of evened out a little bit lately. Right. But now, when you left, so so that that means you left Iowa State. You finished up before I did. Then, uh, actually, what I did is I, I tried to be judicious about it. I, I had some gen eds left, okay. And so I did another year here, just finishing or here, being, meaning LA uh, at uh, one of the community colleges there. Oh, okay. To sure, do sure. just do my gen eds. I still got my degree from Iowa State, right? Uh, but that way I could still be there and uh, not have to wait tables. So uh, you basically <laughs> did that out of nostalgia because if there's anything that I've proven, it's a degree in theater from Iowa State fucking means nothing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's odd because I agree with that to a large extent. Right. But I think the one thing that – especially a school like Iowa State where uh, it's a smaller uh, uh, theater department – the stage time that we got oh, compared to yeah. some of these larger uh, programs it was beneficial. I mean, if nothing else, just to give you that that shot of confidence, that idea that you know you know what you're doing on a stage. You know? Right. Well, and you you know so you 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 know you're at Iowa State, did quite a bit of theater there. You get out to L.A. and you, you have to start auditioning, and I imagine it's a completely different process because you're fighting for roles, whereas we just kind of – they divvied up the roles amongst us. I mean to be honest. I wasn't getting part, leads because yeah. I was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watching <laughs> fabulous. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean it, it, it is, and, and that is where educational theater kind of fails any actors coming out is right. that uh, they don't know the business. Right. Of show, it, it's it's it, there's a lot of it's ninety percent right. uh, business and very once you get the you got to have the talent you got to back it up but it's 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 a lot of work it's a lot of hustle it's a lot of meeting it's it's not anything that you get prepared for well and they never even spoke about it. I mean, to my knowledge, like we never, you know, we had these uh, survey courses where we we're supposed to be mm-hmm. going in and learning about the business. Of, of theater and the business of entertainment, but they never really brought in uh, agents. They never brought in people to talk to us and be like, look, assholes, uh, I, I know that you enjoy being on stage. I know you enjoy telling some yucks, but you're not going to work because you're not good at it or you're, you know, th- there was no, there was very little critical or, or, or realistic real world approach for us. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that to an extent because, I mean, as, as time has gone on and, and, going through my own journeys. I, I hate to ever say that somebody shouldn't do anything. Right. But I mean, we obviously knew there were some people and, and there, you can see anywhere you go that there are actors or dancers or any people, uh, artistic people that just aren't going to make it at that level that they want to make it at. Not because of lack of drive, but just because there's a certain je ne sais quoi that right. certain people have or, you know, uh, a degree of, of nuance. Um, I would have found it helpful if someone would have told me, look, uh, <laughs> let's uh, back up off this a little bit. This will be a great hobby for you. Well, but see, that's the thing. I mean, if anything, I, I've noticed that there is always something for somebody. Yeah. But you got to know what that is. Yeah. You know, Still looking. It, Still well, looking. I mean, it, it could be. I mean, you could be looking for a while. But, uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's something for me is probably going to be a pine box. That's, that's going to be the thing that I'm really good at. But I mean, there's been some 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 people that I've met that I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm surprised that you're in this industry. But they they would hit like a certain character type, sure. or their their type was just so unique that when they it, it, be it commercials, because I mean, when you're out there. Uh, 
your bread and butter is commercials. Sure. Because you will get paid much, much more on a single commercial than you ever will for even a guest spot. Right. On on a TV show. Especially if it's national. Like, right. And it's yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so the quirkier or, you know, sometimes just the stranger or uh, more detached show, or sometimes that will work for you on that. So I, I, I hate to ever be the person that says, well, you should never do it because you never know what that is. Because I remember when we were at Iowa State, Larry Bud Melman right. came came and for one of the I think it was for one of the Vishas and that guy was exactly like what you see on TV <laughs> and you if you ever told me that that guy was going to be a celebrity you know right. you know I was like really he is but you know he found a way to make that work or somebody did for him I don't know if say, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah and I don't yeah yeah I agree I don't know how that happens you know but he's a like the Menards guy and this is only going to resonate for those of us that live in the Midwest you look at Ray Schmanzda the Menards guy. You know, save big money at Menards. Right. It's a home improvement center. And that guy worked forever. Yeah. You know, and was able to support an entire family, you know, and probably extended family on the money he made making commercials for a Midwestern home improvement center. Yeah. But, I mean, once again, it, it, this is what you're talking about. The failing is that there's nobody there to – I mean, we had a, a, a professor, Doc Gowron, yeah. who, who recently passed. Let's and, be let's – be, hey, let's be careful out there. <laughs> yes, when all Hill Street blues on us. Yeah. Uh, but he he was very instrumental in in me going the direction I did because right. at the very least uh, he was one. Doc was one of the people that was actually working on the outside. Yeah, he one was, of the very few people right. that we were had any contact with. Yeah, and he was doing commercials. He was doing uh, local features and things like that. But just having that person as a mentor for me got me in, in the mindset of what it meant to at least start to understand sure. what it is to be a working actor and because there's a lot of people in these educational theater programs that are of the theater and not dedicated to creating uh, you know creating and that's what theater and and the arts is about is, is creating right and so uh i don't think there was enough emphasis on that, you know. It, yeah, and well, and there wasn't a, there wasn't a whole nothing was handled terribly critically. I mean, we had those post mortems that were always a fucking bloodbath because it was just everybody talking about how they could have done it better. Yeah, you <laughs> know. But it, we, you didn't get a whole lot of. I mean, I failed a lot, but you never heard that you failed. Yeah, you know, I'd go back and rewatch. A, somebody had a videotape of it, and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing there? Like, why didn't anybody say, um, dude, that's not working? You know, and you didn't get a lot of that. It was a lot of like rub your back and hey, we're all we're all theater guys here, and we're you know you need a little bit of criticism. Well, well you do, and but you also need to have that outside eye that's not within the system because right. I, one of the things that's taken me a long time to get back to is is bringing myself to what I all the the work that I'm doing, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know when you're in college and or even further back in high school, it's like. This is how it goes. This right. is how this, you know, you got to be this guy and just do this thing. Yeah, play this character. Right. right. And I remember I was doing uh, uh, Twelfth Night and uh, I was Toby Belch and I just kind of did my thing, mm-hmm. you know, my way. And, and one of the critiques and one of those postmortems was that, uh, well, that's not how this guy goes. This is not how I've seen it. And so, right. <laughs> and, you know, and, and maybe I did, you know, I'm not saying I was a complete success in that, but, it, it, you know, it resonates in your head. You're like, well, okay, 
I must have done something wrong. And now where I'm at now, after several years of banging around, that I, I would do the same thing. Right. I, I would just you know make it my own, and if people don't like it, then people don't like it, but they're going to see what I'm giving them. Well, and there's a difference between performing and mimicry. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. And, and, and if you're if you're mimicking, how far is that going to take you? You know, people are not going to remember you unless you're an impressionist. They're not going to remember you three weeks later because it's going to be that guy who did it the same way, didn't have a fresh take, didn't think anything, mm-hmm. you know, new or original about it. Uh, it's it's like listening, I guess, the cover band, Eric. Eric's a, Eric's a musician. He plays guitar very fucking well. <laughs> uh, you and your fucking skills. Um, you know, but it's, it's I would probably liken it to that. It would be, you know, you listen to a cover band. They can be a really good cover band, but a week later, you're still going to be thinking about the original artist. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you're, you're not – if you had the choice, you wouldn't be like, man, I love me some Aerosmith. But that Aerosmith cover band CD is a little right. bit cheaper, so I will buy that like, even though it's exactly should, the- should I go see Minitalica or should I go see Metallica? <laughs> yeah, exactly. About Minitalica. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> they're they're fucking Because why would you? <laughs> Ten-year-olds. I think it was on you, you know, looking at your oh, Facebook page. God, it's amazing. It's so amazing. <laughs> you, you're still I'm still – these kids are geniuses. I don't know who, who's marketing them but the, the – oh, I think the drummer is driving all of their – Oh, is he? the marketer. And I posted that video without asking them first. Yeah, he'll get you. Little Lars is going <laughs> to kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean that that makes a lot of sense to me. You know, that that's... It. Well, and it, it's not even it, it's not even just here in Iowa or... I mean, they have uh, a university that I did some graduate work at in, in L.A. and they have a theater department and they're right there in L.A. and they don't have people come in. Really? And tell them about the business. And these are people that are right there. Some of them are maybe auditioning, may not be, but th- there should have been some industry connection right. with that. It just makes sense. So it's not it's it's rampant among all universities. Well, and you hear so many horror stories of people, you know, fresh faced, getting off the bus in L.A. And then you know an agent comes along and if you pay me two thousand dollars, I'll get you as much work as possible. And they're like two thousand dollars, gee golly, let's pay him, and then he's gonna find me work, and then I'm gonna be famous, mm-hmm. you know. And like, uh, you probably need to know that shouldn't happen that way. Like it's a lot like working on a civil lawsuit with a lawyer. You don't pay that lawyer up front to right. go win you that yeah. lawsuit. He takes a cut of your winnings. Right. You know, because huh. that way he has incentive to work for you. Right. Um, and it, it, yeah, that's the, it's an interesting because when I was here in Iowa, I did some work and it, it was even the, the agency here that I worked with was a little bit despotic in, in the sense that uh, they would try to control careers and tr- control actors. Really? And, you think in that position, like, uh, here's how we'll control you. We'll get you as much work as possible well, doing uh, anything. You, you would think. Yeah. But, you know, and, you know, I can't say horrible things because I got work, but it, it turns out uh, one of the big things if you're if you're making a career out of this is you, you, you need to be SAG in the, in the Screen Actors Guild. Right. That's that's just what needs to happen. And so a lot of actors, when they get to L.A., it's how do I get my SAG card? How mm-hmm. do I get in there? And for a lot of people, it's like doing extra work or other things so that you can get enough vouchers. Because you, you basically attribute points, right? Well, yeah. I mean, there's two ways of doing it. One is you, you, you get Taft Hartlead, which is... Uh, that sounds dirty. It, yeah, it, it does. does. <laughs> you get Taft Hartlead. Someone's going to make a move out yeah. of that. <laughs> uh but basically, it's it's they they uh, uh, a SAG franchised production has brought you on and said that you are the right person for this job. So 
let him in the union. You still have to pay your dues, but they they basically said you, you we want this person on our job, so make him SAG. Right. That that's one way, and the other way is to get like th- it used to be three vouchers doing extra work as a SAG extra. Okay. Which isn't very easy. It didn't used to be very easy because they're going to save those for the people that are SAG. Right. And so I'm I'm struggling along, going okay, I got to do this, you know. And I, I was I was like. Three three years into it almost, uh, and I was I was doing some work on Hidalgo, and I was I was doing stand-in work. And oh, I remember that I remember that. And I got bumped up to a uh, 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 featured uh, character, and so then I after that happened, and just basic if you're a stand-in, that's also SAG worthy. So I I'd done a week worth of that, so I was like, okay, I'm good. Right. I call up SAG only to find out that one of the nationals I did here in Iowa, I was already. Eligible. I had oh, been eligible, fuck, but fuck, but he, yeah, and and so I mean, my agent in Iowa never told me that. Oh, they that's didn't, terrible. You know, and I didn't. And, and as I look back, I didn't get the residuals for that thing or oh, anything. You know, so it's like, you Jesus. know, it's, you know, not knowing the business is 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 very debilitating. Uh, you know, and not and looking that I, I, I when you mentioned the Hidalgo thing, <clears throat> I remember that. I remember it happening. It's not on your IMDb page. Yep, it's it's one of those things that uh, it was negotiated at the time, and once uh, Buena Vista Pictures had sealed what they said were the characters and sent it off to IMDb, there's not a whole lot. I it, uh, some of them will leave them open. Okay. Yeah, uh, because you can see all sorts of ones where it's like uncredited or right, whatever. Right. 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 You know, and it's it's fairly obvious. I'm I'm in that film. It's you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like I take up the whole screen. But uh, yeah, and, and so every time I talk to IMDb, it's like, well, no, that's closed. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah. it does. It, in some ways, it's good. In some ways, it's bad because I've gone through a lot of changes since then in my sure. acting. And so this this where I'm at right now, having built from there. It, it, to me, I'd rather have it start from there than have this lull in between. <laughs> right, right. You know, right. I was like, well, you did that in 2005. What's he been and, doing? And then what, were you dead? Yeah. For, you know, yeah. And, and, and that's strangely, uh, IMDB, tons of questions about it. Um, like, how does that work? Does your agent run that for you, making sure you're getting in there? Or is it the production companies that just submit the stuff? Uh, it's, it's a combination of it. it. Pretty much anybody can submit on an IMDB. Okay. Uh, as long you, as it's open. As long as it's open, okay. and and it's passed by the producers. Uh, if you say X was in there, and they'll mm-hmm. they'll say, okay, producers, is this is this true? And right. most of the time, they'll, they'll don't even care because like well, we're done with that, and they'll you just say yes. Uh, get so, me on a couple of those motherfuckers. Just Wikipedia. <laughs> you can put it in yourself, but if they catch it, they're gonna take. Well, it. Well, I mean, it, there is there's checks and balances <laughs> as far as it's better than Wikipedia in that, yeah, that right, sense. Right. But you can't just go to you know. Uh, anybody can submit a change. They just they will then follow up on that change. Uh, usually, if you have a manager, or I mean, usually the production company will get it right the first time. Right. So I think it's hurtful that in Hidalgo, uh, the very bottom last credit, it's uncredited, but it says T.J. Hidalgo horse. 
Yes. yes. And then when you yes. click on it, it's like, did well, you let's know? Be fair. Did you know the horse was purchased by Vigo after shooting? That's probably why he's on there. Yeah, that's well, and let's be fair. Let's be fair. It was about the horse. So yeah, I that's mean, true. I'm not going to fault the horse. That you got that's just weird. I'm like, come on. He's uncredited, but he's in there. So isn't he credited? It's like the Secretariat being in the top hundred athletes. You know, it's like some guy who's like lived his whole career working hard, and this horse beat him out. Ultimately, I think the the rub is just you're like, oh, I was. Eligible for that car, uh, SAG? That sucks. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank no, you. I, mean, yeah. I mean, literally wasted a couple years. You where know. you could have been getting SAG work. Regularly. Well, SAG work, yeah. and, and it's it's a hurdle in getting representation because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, most agents are very reticent to take on emerging talent in that I'm respect. Sure. So, you know, you got to hustle and hustle to get yourself to that position. And then hopefully that door will open and right. you'll go through yeah. the next hustle. But, yeah. yeah. Um, in, in, you know, that kind of leads us to talk a little bit about, I, I guess we should probably give folks a little bit of back, a background. So, you, you know, you had Hidalgo, you did, was it Criminal Minds? Yeah. Uh, yeah. that, uh, it's on part of your demo reel and I'm like, holy shit, he did like a lot in this, uh, episode of Criminal Minds. It's not just like he was 15th pedestrian on the left. Mm. Like I'm watching and I'm like, that's totally Tony. Like I, everything in that is shit he probably would have said if he stumbled upon 12 bodies. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's, that goes back to what I was saying I mean, right. about finding yourself. Right. You know, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, you got to find the reality of that. And that's what I it was like, yeah. yeah uh, and I'm also like, it's weird too because Tony's playing a guy working on a uh, physical labor crew. I am a guy. <laughs> and that's why you are currently tied with Joe Spina as uh, top two people I hate. So, that? You got that going for you, which is awesome. That's, but the uh, you know, weird thing is that it, at the same time I had that Hallmark commercial running, mm-hmm. which is like completely different. I mean, it's like this sensitive dad thing. You right. Know? So it's you – know, yeah. yeah, it's, it's – you know, it, it's it's just great. You know, I joke with Joe and, and, and I joke with Tony about, you know – but I couldn't be any more proud to see – and not, not that it has anything to do with me, but to guys that I shared the stage with, that I worked with for uh, years and to see you guys uh, go on and be able to do things uh, is pretty fucking cool, uh, man. Shut up, dog. That's he was just saying man. I know, right? Yeah, I know, right? Um <laughs> Uh, but that's it's funny enough. Uh, Joe and I actually auditioned for uh, first time ever. You know, surprise, in some ways, surprisingly, uh, auditioned for a commercial, the same commercial. No, it was a commercial or a feature. I don't I can't remember, but we were both in the same room. And you're like, hey, yeah. And we're like, hey, Joe. I, I well, here, here's LA for you. Joe and I literally live three blocks away from each other. Really? Yeah. And, and we hardly ever see. <laughs> I mean, it's just like things you just go. Well, and, and you hear that. Like one day he tells me, he sends me a message and he says, uh, hey, I ran into uh, Teresa Sciortino the other day. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. How is she? Mm-hmm. And then it clicks in my head. He doesn't know Teresa Sciortino the same way. Like like I knew her before I even joined the theater program. Oh, yeah. like, I, I, I met her in acting one in, uh, in, in Shirley's. Uh-huh. Oh, Simon. <laughs> Acting mm-hmm. one class. Um, and then Teresa moved away. So he's living out in L.A. and meets her. And she's like, oh, yeah, I went to Iowa State. And and then they get to talking. And, oh, by the way, uh, do you know do you know Zach Barclay? And he's like, absolutely. We were roommates. Yeah. And and it's just so fucking weird. You move clear across the country. Oh, you, you don't know. I mean, here here's the deal. You know, I, I was in the theater program, program before we were together. Right. Carnally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
and uh, I, I lived in this place called Sherman House that was where all the, a lot of theater guys lived. And uh, one of my roommates was uh, Nate Mooney. And I had – that was probably, what, 95, something like that. And uh, I was working on the riches when I was doing this, this extra work. And in walks my roommate. Uh, he's doing a recurring role on, and I'm just like, well, Hey Nate, how are you doing? You know, and you're trying to play it off like, yeah, I'm, I'm here doing work, you know, and he's, you know, but it was, it was good to, it's, it's, it's amazing after a while how small the world gets out there. Wow. Yeah. And it, and it really, I mean, we were at uh, wizard world. Uh, Chicago two years ago. Yep, two years ago. And we're standing in the we're there as press and we're covering uh the like the red carpet kind of mm-hmm. deal, you know. And in walks Chris Hardwick. Mm-hmm. And our buddy Dana has done artwork for a lot of Chris's promotional stuff through the Nerdist Enterprises, which is mm-hmm. this conglomerate he's built yeah. on his own. It's mm-hmm. it's fucking retarded. <laughs> like how he went from just being the guy who hosted Singled Out to probably hasn't having one of the most powerful uh uh nerd entertainment venues that that there are you know um and so as he's walking by we yell out to him uh chris 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 dana lechtenberg designed my business cards (laughs) (laughs) and he's like that's fucking awesome comes over and talks to us and we get a great interview with him it was fucking awesome um but it's so bizarre that that kind of connection works that way you know, I mean, Dana's from Spillville, Iowa, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Population four. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it is weird how small the world is. And, you know, last time we were in Chicago, we drank with his podcast co-hosts. Mm-hmm. And it's just – I, I just – I'm 50 percent bitter and 50 percent in awe, you know, because it's like, wow, we meet all these cool people and then we come back here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's like, wow, from here, we meet all these cool people. Right, you know? exactly. And it's, and it's we get to do this podcast and we get to do stuff that's most people don't get to do. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, you're you're I mean, what you're you're reaching more people than than I do. No, that's that's, <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, but they know who you are. That's the point. See, that's, they they that's come to see you. Ish. Yes. <laughs> they come to see Eric. I'm the well, dickhead. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I don't know. Nobody uh, wants to look at that. But, no. You know. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, I I think you're inflating our listener numbers quite a bit of uh, the credit you're giving us. Um, I guarantee you the on one syndicated airing of Criminal Minds, more people have seen you yeah, than Yeah, but they ever, don't know who ever. I am. So, oh, you they, know. They, they will. They just, you know, drool <laughs> and in awe. <laughs> Yes. Who is that? That's what they want to know. I want to see that in a, on a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a fire hose. That's awesome. Uh, so, I mean, so it is great to see you guys doing really well. And I, there's, it, it sounds, it's almost kind of fanboy, but I have so many questions like about how everything works. You would think it would be stuff I would know about. But I only see it on TV. Like I get my fucking uh, how the entertainment world works uh, information from E. <laughs> oh God. You know, that's, so basically, yeah, I have to, I have to blow, I have to blow somebody. If I blow somebody on, uh, on a handy cam. Well, there's a table in the way, but yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, okay, I don't, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how many episodes of our show you've listened to, but I will gladly no, blow no. a dude for <laughs> for some fame, <laughs> for a little bit of fame, a taste for, of fame. Is yeah, that what you're asking well, for? Well, um, fame and riches, if at yeah, all possible. Well, when I yeah. get that, I'll be there with you. Um, <laughs> It's interesting because there's no real uh, 
everybody's path's different. I mean, you talk to Joe and you talk to me, and we've been out there a similar amount of times and have gone completely different routes right. to get you know on the tracks that we're both on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and for me, it was definitely as we were harking back to what we were talking about. It was definitely a learning curve. As much as I would have liked to have been successful when I first got there, I don't think I would have been the actor I am now. Right. And so while it's been frustrating the journey, where I'm at right now, I feel much more prepared for, to do whatever I'm going to do in the future. So, What have you run into that you're just like, that is fucking bizarre? Like, I did not expect this at all. Like, it, whether it's in the audition process or I imagine there's got to be some really weird things that – that you weren't prepared for or that you didn't, I mean, uh, whether it's like, we need full frontal or, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, it's, it's really not as, as, as cryptic as everybody would like to think. I mean, right. it, it really is what you expect is what you get. I mean, it's, it's, you, you work like a dog to try to get to where you're getting, mm-hmm. you, you show up, you do your work and you leave and that's it. You wow. know, even in your auditions, I mean, it's, it, it the job is auditioning because once you're there, you know, you you should know what you're doing. And if right. you don't, then you probably didn't do well in the audition because it really is. You, you're saying you you saw me in Criminal Minds, and that's that's me. Right. That's what they're looking for. Right. For the most part, it's like let's let's find the guy that fits the character that we built, and that way we don't have to do as much work. Sure. Once he gets on set. Sure. sure. So I mean, it really. I mean, what? I mean, I've I've seen interesting things on set, but it's not nothing really surprised me. Per se, I right. mean it, it's hard, and I expected it to be hard. I, you know? Okay, and without well, let's let's get into this, maybe a little bit of the fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> without naming names, have you ever seen something from someone well known where you're like, "What the fuck it just happened? Did did that guy really just do a line of coke off uh, an elephant's elbow? Well, no, like, no, or like any be- crazy like ego like oh yeah, there, like, I mean, like Christian Bale freaking out over the lighting. Th- there has been, and it, it show that. I will remain nameless that I've <laughs> I've worked on a couple times as a uh, background back when I was doing that. Uh, there's an actor who's had a good career, but he's he's no uh, you know Olivier. But he was given uh, the director a hard time because there's a thing called first team, second team. First team is is the actors, the main actors, and right. and when. They're setting up a scene. They they have the stand-ins that second team, so that they can stand there and and just do nothing while the actors are preparing and mm-hmm. getting their lines and everything. Well, they wanted to set up the scene, and uh, the director really needed the principals, first team in there. And he he asked them, and this this actor just went off. He's like, that's that's a that's a second team deal. I don't do second team, and just made a huge you know big deal. <sighs> And he turned to me, and he, he was. I happened to be next to him. And he was like, um, the director was, you know, I worked with Sally Field last week, and you know, she won an Oscar. Uh, <laughs> because you know, offhand, you know, if, people you know, she, really liked her. And, but she, you know, she would sit there off to the side during other shooting, just waiting, asking, you know, in case we needed her. But you know, you know, she just has an Oscar. And that's he just left it at that, you know. And <laughs> that's it's awesome. just kind of just flat, you know. It's like uh, for perspective, though. Halle Berry also has an Oscar. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> just just for perspective, just we, we, we will put that in perspective. <laughs> so yeah, I imagine there's probably because it is an ego-driven business. I mean, it has to be to an extent. The, well, the, it, it is and isn't. You know, it, it depends on who you're talking to and what what 
position there, and there's a lot of people that are just you know good people trying to do work. Now, and, and now that, for example, that's something you probably can get away with saying. Who is the person you're most that you've met in your travels that you're most pleasantly surprised that's what I was gonna with ask what type, you, you know, where you're like, you know what, maybe I didn't expect this. Or like but, maybe you, wow. somebody that you thought wasn't going to be so pleasant and then you're like, wow, what a guy. Yeah, awesome. I would, I would like to have breakfast with this guy and not yeah. in after sex kind of way. Well, you know, outside <laughs> of, of my friend circle, I mean, I, uh, I would say uh, like Adam Sandler. Right. He's mm-hmm. a very down to earth guy. He's a just you know, he he's the kind of guy you'd expect him to be. Okay. You know, and, and that's why you don't see him in the headlines because he's just. Uh, right. I, I worked on. I think it was what was it? Click. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. I love Click. And yeah, I mean, he. How was about just, the jogging chick? Was she awesome? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember if that was the scene I worked on. Um, <laughs> no, it was the uh, when he was in traffic. But yeah, they he was the the the, the police who were there. You know, he was going around just. Thanking everybody that was on the set. That's cool. Uh, and can, when I did Criminal Minds, uh, Joe Montaigne, he he walked around to everybody in the room when we did the table read, just introducing himself, you know, wow. saying you know thanks for coming, uh, you know, just a really nice guy. You That's know. cool. Well, and you know, I guess I guess the Sandler thing doesn't surprise me a whole lot because you can kind of tell a, a lot about a person by uh, who they surround themselves with, and he always surrounds himself with the same people. He's he's constantly giving his friends work. Quite possibly some guys that wouldn't work regularly, you know. So if he's willing to do that, you'd like to think that he would be willing to, you know, glad hand a little bit. And, yeah. Well, and, I mean, it's all just, I mean, in my opinion, it's it's just being aware of, of how lucky you are. Right. You know, and, and being grounded in that fact that, you know, you're lucky to be here. Let's let's all collaborate. Well, and and it could go away at any minute. Yeah. Just ask Amanda Bynes. Oh. I I think she uh she's got a wonderful career ahead of her. <laughs> yeah, she does. I, As know. one of the twelve bodies that you stumbled across. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, it depends no. on how the nose works. Have you had oh, yeah, have you have you had the opposite of that spectrum? Like somebody you were really excited to meet and then it turned out they were just kinda like cold I, I can't really say that I have because yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm a bad person to talk to about it because I'm very pragmatic. Oh, about thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> no, but I'm saying I'm very pragmatic about it. You know, I mean, I have very low expectations to begin with. Right, right. Okay. You know, so it's like, it's like, okay, what what's gonna happen? You know, I don't expect somebody to be super nice. I don't expect somebody to be a complete douche. You know, can I expect so, them to be a people? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. you know, because that's that's who I am and who I surround myself with is you know, just you know real people and if they're not then i know they're not and i just kind of okay well that's just the way it is and i'm just at work i I can guarantee you that 75 percent of the people i work with i i have personality conflicts with so it would make sense that in any business you would have that it it is but it it i I hate to be like it's not elitist i guess but when you're working in the arts and you have to collaborate to build create something i mean Mm. it, it 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 requires that there be a a little bit of camaraderie, yeah. a little bit of give and take, because otherwise you're all working towards this one goal of and and coming at it from so many diverse different ways right. that if you're not, it can be an impediment. Well, and that's so. and you, you'll see that you know because not every show's mash. You know, you know. Sometimes you'll get and, and I, I'm going to name drop uh, one oh. of the people that, that I am in class with is Gene Reynolds, oh, who's one man. of the producers for that. Oh. And, and you have not met a nicer, more down to earth guy 
that everybody respects in the in, in Gene Reynolds. And they should because he made the greatest television show of all time. Uh, and he's you know <laughs> I'm seriously full of insight, and it's uh, you know just I, I I'm blessed that he he's in my in my world because you know it's not often you have that happen. You know, and strangely, when we were just, we were talking one day online, and 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 Tony was going through the people who he works with regularly in in his class, and when he said Gene Reynolds, I was like, I'm. I'm not going to let on that I think to me that's the biggest deal. Like I have seen every episode of MASH mm-hmm. multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like that show, it's one of those shows that when you when I hear the theme song and I see the beginning credits, one if I'm in a terrible terrible mood, MASH and the movie Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, well, yep. will make me feel immediately calm, immediately at ease and my day has gotten better. Yeah. Um, and, and so, and just for all those people out there that that are in my class, I, I'm not forgetting you. But uh, <laughs> well, we have to give Gene his but props. Gene is well, king. And that's, I mean, that's that's uh, it, it, this this word gets thrown around a lot, but that's Hollywood royalty. I mean, to work on a show that before that show there was nothing of that kind of scale or magnitude that lasted that long mm-hmm. or resonated with so many people, and still to this day, I think still holds the record. Uh, the finale for the most watched television show, aside from it's like a, it's sports, yeah. outside of a sporting event, or, and, or and maybe like of, American Idol, yeah, but, you know. but which is still an event type yeah. of thing. It's not a right, right, scripted show. And and you know, it, it's just the show was it was it was perfect television. I mean, because it, it hit every note it needed to hit, dramatic, comedic, like everything worked on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you ever want to have fun, go back and play uh, Famous People Bingo. Watching MASH because holy oh, yeah. shit, people – Patrick Swayze, Ron Howard, people just drop in there that you're like, where the fuck did they come from? Where, <laughs> when were they on this show? I would love nothing more than to spend uh, uh, an evening talking to Alan Alda. Yeah. I mean just uh, – mainly because I would convince myself he was Hawkeye Pierce and that's what I was talking <laughs> to. <laughs> You're like, sorry, I'm just going to be that guy. I, I can't call you Alan Alda. That's right. I, have the, I mean, I, I have my my Hawkeye Pierce outfit everywhere once in a while. You know, my <laughs> you know my khaki cargos and, and your Hawaiian shirt, the Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's like yeah. And that's you know, and you you know, that's actually kind of an important thing to touch on too. Is you know, you're still actively taking acting classes. Yeah, and that's common. That's that's what you do to try to stay sharp, right? Uh, uh, the, the majority of people, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the place that I, I study at has been around for. I don't know, 35, 40 years. It was wow. started by this uh, guy, a cat named uh, Milton Casellas. And uh, Milton was a very insightful guy. Uh, and he passed uh, about three, three, four years ago. And uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things that we've had people that have been in that class for nearly the whole time. Uh, Gene, Doris, Roberts, uh, that have been there the entire time just honing their craft and that's why they are as good as they are not that they weren't good coming in right. but because they wanted to continue to be good sure. and, and learn and you know uh gene's in a, a 90 i think now and wow. he's he's he comes to class every week uh and takes notes and you know yeah Wow, that's and, and and as as a performer of any kind, you have to constantly evolve. You know, we've seen performers crash and burn that they have one shtick, and sure they get rich off of it, but then eventually people just stop caring. 
you know, um, uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Foxworthy comes to mind. Mm. Great. I thought you were going to say Jeff Dunham. No, <laughs> no. great great stand up comic. I mean, in in his niche, he has his niche, and he, people still go to his shows. But he's not that huge juggernaut that he used to be because people kind of got sick of the same the same shtick over and over and over. He's a genius. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everything the guy did, he did right, except for when you've seen one Jeff Foxworthy show, you kind of seen them all. You know, and if you can see a comic that can morph and continue to grow, you know, and it's the same with acting. If you play one role, um, eventually you're going to hear that. Oh, it's just Will Smith playing Will Smith again, you know, which yeah, he, do- which he doesn't do. Don't start me on that. I tremendously respect Will Smith. Oh, because absolutely. What, you know, he is a template for, you know, persistence and, and how to make your dreams come true. Right. Did you but. see the video of him, uh, Jaden, and DJ Jazzy Jeff on um, Graham Norton? No. Where they, they did the uh, uh, Fresh Prince rap. Jaden looks so uncomfortable. Like it was, it was, it was like, Dad, I just kind of want to be an actor. Like I don't know that I – and he gets up and he's trying to rap and mm-hmm. it's just – nothing about it. You know, uh, I always said Fresh Prince has always had <laughs> – Will Smith <laughs> has always had a certain air of easiness about him. Yeah. Like everything comes yeah. simply, thing, easily. Yeah. yeah. Um, and his son wasn't – there wasn't any of that there. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like – don't try to – it's like he's molding him completely in his image. Like he wants him to do exactly uh, because he thinks that's how he's marketable. But honestly, the kid's going to get work. He's a good-looking kid. Yeah. And his dad's Will Smith. There's nothing wrong with wanting nice things for your kids. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, a friend of mine posted this like top 10 films. You know, he showed this list of 20 films where fathers and sons and, you know, a lot of them were like older, you know, like on Golden Pond, of course. You know, right. they've already got careers. But, you know, you have things like Paper Moon. You know, which was Ryan and Tatum O'Neill. Oh, okay. She won. She won an Oscar. So, you know, right. what are you going to say about that? Right, right. But you know, it was like a one-off. Sure. You know, it was like they did that. That was cool. There's an they out- never did it again. Right. There's an outlier in every experiment. Right. But you know, it's. It, but I mean, usually it was a one-off. It's like this would be cool. Wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Right. And and eventually there's going to be a movie where it's going to be him, Jada, Jaden. And Uda or whatever the other ones, because well, I think all their names Willow. are the same, right? That's yeah. what yeah, that's, Willow. She's the only she's one whose name is. Yeah. yeah, that's what. Uh, she's Ap- whip her hair. Apatow started doing. His wife and his kids are in all of his movies now. And and that's kind of an it's kind of one of those deals with them too, where it's kind of like the Kevin Smith thing, and you're like, ah, your movie doesn't have a role for your wife. Don't manufacture one. Right. You know, it's. I will say with 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 Judd Apatow that she fits most of the time. Most yeah, of the time she. she I yeah, think. but I think but it could also be played by. Well, could it be played by somebody yeah. else? Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, my wife hates her, so I'm, I'm just I'm treading the line right here. <laughs> like I'm trying to keep happiness in my home. Like, like I don't want her dead or anything, but uh, I could see her a little less. Uh, her, not my wife. <laughs> uh, are you sure? I don't know which one you're talking but, I mean, about. It, uh, what's th- that, that's a different. It, it, it's kind of weird for me because I mean, I'm trying. I'm also treading a line here too because I'm like, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I want a part too. Come on, Judd, if you're listening, I, I really, really, really like your work and your wife's work. Um, that you know, she has done work. Yeah. Even before she met him. Right, right. You know, and, and and you get, you know, people like the, the Farrelly brothers or any of these people that they, they built a community of actors around them mm-hmm. that were actors and they collaborated to, and built things together. Sure. And so, you know, you got to respect that when they keep bringing people back. Right. Because yeah. that, right. you know, yeah, they, guess, you know, they built it together. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fine line. Yeah. Well, and I guess you have to say, too, that she's a decent actress. She's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's some wives that aren't... Uh, Look, I'm already blocked by him on Twitter. So Kevin Smith's wife can't act. Right. I just I gotta say it. I mean, it's just it's it's not her forte. And I've said it before. And I 
got to quit saying it, but like, you know, it's, it's one of those deals, you know, uh, she's already blocked me on Twitter. He's already blocked me on Twitter. So who, how are they going to hear this? They're not, <laughs> you know, Brian Johnson might listen to this podcast once every 70 episodes. So maybe he'll hear this one and I'm sorry, Brian. Well, cause I'm on it, you know, it, right. It's, it's, it's going to be your draw. It's understandable. It is. It's true. I teased it. I teased it on Facebook. Yesterday. <laughs> Truth, I saw it. Uh, it they're going to be beating on the doors and be like, what the fuck? Now, that being said, if anybody wants to hire my cute daughter for millions of dollars to put in their feature film, and I will ride in her coattails, I will do that too. Oh, fuck. But the Will Smith thing is interesting because, you know, he's got some projects that they've been, you know, kind of in works for a while, like sequels to Independence Day and mm-hmm. Hancock. And how's he going to work his kids into those? Like, he's going to do that too, you think? I, I don't know if he, I mean, if you look at it, no, he doesn't. He, you know, it's a pursuit of happiness. That was something. Right. thing. And, yeah. and, you know, and, and this is where I stand on it. I mean, that was good. I, yeah. I don't mind that because yeah. it was yeah that fit, worked I like that, that and and, and you know the naivete and all that worked wasn't wasn't Will Smith a producer or something on that neck that Karate Kid don't fucking get me started because it's not karate it's fucking kung fu but, and, just, but they but, still call the fucking movie Karate Kid but, which but, pisses but, me off but I'm because they're saying. fucking just shitting all on the fucking mouth of of well, anything let's be the definition of kung fu and in kung fu is is wide that's a wide um, yeah but kung uh, but kung umbrella. fu kung fu is Chinese karate. Japanese, yeah, you know. Granted, karate came from China originally. It made well, if, the, I, if I remember, Ralph Macchio was in China. The he's movie. the same age. No, no, he's Okinawa. That Pat yeah, which is in Japan. Yeah, you just said China. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, I did. Well, like, <laughs> but he's Chinese, so he's karate, right? I mean, he was in J- Japan, so that's karate. Karate, right? right yeah, yeah, it was. But the the Jaden Smith flick oh, I didn't was watch that, it was so. still called. <laughs> That wasn't. So, God, uh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you went a long way to get me yeah, into did, that. Did, did, did. But, <laughs> so that's but so that's one of those things. How did that happen? Was Will Smith attached to be a producer on that film first, or did his kid get the part? And then they're like, "Hey, my dad wants to produce this film that I'm going to be in." I don't want to. How do those pieces fit together? I, I think he only got the part because of Will Smith because he right. wasn't right for that role at all. It was silly. It, he looked ridiculous. Nothing about it. I mean, the only thing he was flexible. But yeah. other than that, it just—it was really hard to take. Hey, I, you can never say because look at the, who the previous Karate Kid was, and she's got a, what two Oscars now? Yeah, yeah. So, so you, who Sandra, knows where that's going? And Sandra Bullock has one. I'm yeah. just going to keep bringing it back to fucking <laughs> <laughs> reality. Here. <I> <laughs> grounded. The, grounded. And that's that's the thing that's been heartbreaking for me over the course of the last um, ten years. I would say is I remember watching. Uh, the Academy Awards, um, high school into college, and mm-hmm. watching and, and 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 thinking to myself, how if I ever won an Academy Award, it would be ne- I'd be Cuba. It'd be next to impossible for me to keep from crying my eyes out. Mm-hmm. I remember that thought process, and now I watch the Academy Awards, and I'm like, they'll just fucking give one of these to anybody. Like, there's no real. You know, uh, and my my wife has this this thing. She's like, "Why does there have to be a best picture every year? Maybe one year there just isn't a best picture because there just isn't good enough stuff. It's the you best. know, or it's just there's not a, the best actor because this is not there. Well, and, yeah. and it's yeah. not even like they're saying it's the best of these because a lot of times it's not. It's it's like it's a lot like a popularity contest oh, in high sure school. It is. You know, because oh, it, shut your mouth. No, really. You, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like shafts here. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> we call this one white shaft. <laughs> oh, white shaft. The uh, the 
it's just weird to me because there used to be used to be able to watch the best picture nominees and the be, and and grab the movies where the best actor nominee came from and go wow this is something really special is happening here mm-hmm. and I don't know that you necessarily uh, by fact see that all the time anymore well, especially since they've gone to ten but yeah, yeah that's kind of ridiculous also like ten really yeah, like, but like. To go with my wife's theorem, if, if if some years there isn't even one, and you're right. spreading it out to ten, and you know it's like you know uh, yeah. Snow Dogs five is congratulations, you know it's yeah, congratulations, you're king of the retards. Way to go! You did a great job this year. <laughs> you know it's it, it was kind of like when I went to that comedy competition. You know I'm I'm in a really stellar group, and I'm like, wow, this is going to be tough. You know, and I'm watching these guys go up and fucking kill the room. And I go up last. I do my best set, which is all you can do. Mm-hmm. Feel pretty good yeah. about it. We close out. Um, and they picked the two guys. I wasn't one of them, but I, I felt good. I was like, you know, I got beat out by some really stellar com- uh, comics. Yeah. And I stuck around to watch the first half of the next group. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Why couldn't I be in that group? Yeah, that would have been fucking tits. Uh, <laughs> it's like when I, I, I wrestled for a little bit in college. And when I was in high school, I, I, I didn't even make it to state. Yeah. And so then I go up to this, this small Division three school in Iowa, and I, I to try out for the wrestling team, I have to wrestle the Wisconsin state champion, <laughs> who I then pin within a minute and a half. No shit. And I'm like, why was I not in Wisconsin this whole time? Because <laughs> <You know? laughs> apparently I'm, I would rule Wisconsin. I would have been a wrestling god <laughs> in Wisconsin. <laughs> why can't I be acting in Bollywood? Huh. <laughs> It's just it's cr- it's just it's crazy the way uh, you know and I think and I don't know if the if it has anything to do with the advent of the internet the fact that you can see shit everywhere and so people are you know I I think first of all get rid of the People's Choice Awards get rid of the the Sony Movie Awards get rid of anything where where the public can vote because you're getting nothing good there. Um, and the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences needs to be a little bit choosier of who they give votes to. Well, I mean, I as it stands right now, it's whoever has actually won one. Right. So, you know, I don't know how much choosier you can get well, having previous winners. Except, but for, yes. except for now, you know, now, <laughs> I, yeah. now the, the gene well, pool I mean, is being diluted. But but it does, it does you know, I mean, the, the Screen Actors Guild Award, well, I, I respect that because that's artists right. talking about artists. Right. And so, but... It, it does it, become the same thing because the same people are voting for it seems, similar people. It seems like. somehow more legit to me, though, the Screen Actors Guild Awards. For some reason, it well, seems because more legit. It's, well, it's, it's, it's all performative awards. Yeah. And so you're not pulling in all these other categories. So you can look at it as an artist and right. say this and not have to really play politics as much about it, I think. Yeah. I mean, it, not that there probably isn't. But yeah. like, oh, that's my I, that uh, that chick blew me once, maybe, and she was really good. Well, at Well, but I mean, so. that's the thing. You do have uh, the Screen Actors Guild Awards are everybody in SAG, and there are thousands mm-hmm. of people in SAG, and that's the actors that's you know that that are out there working, or some that are retired or not working, sure. but they're still they they have an eye for something different than the Academy does. Right. Yeah, so, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, so it's so you go out, you audition. Mm-hmm. What's the turnaround time? Before you find out whether you got the, the job, uh, the work. well, if you get it, you usually, you know, usually find it probably within a day or two. Really? If you don't get it, you don't find out. So. Ever? So they just never call? Yeah. It's like, like, hey, courtesy call. Uh, we yeah. don't want you. 
Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I don't know which would be worse exactly. Right. Like, we, we didn't like you. You know, you just kind of, and it's it's tough. And this is goes back to our knowing the business uh, going into it. It's tough when you first get there because you're like you want you want to know you want feedback you want to uh, have some sounding board for where you're right. at, and you don't get that. And sometimes you can get your agent to call the casting office. You know, what what did you think? How did right. that go? But in general. You don't. So after a while, you just have to. It's not even building up a thick skin. It's like you go, you do your work, you did your work, you leave. Mm. I mean that. Then that's why I say auditioning is our job because that's it. We go to work, we do our work, we leave. And then the payoff is getting you know the, the role. Well, and and of course you have to work at the role once you've done it. But that's easier. To well, some extent. And quite literally, the payoff is the role because you're not getting paid to audition, no, which is a little tough. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Unless the audition goes long, then they'll give you a couple bucks. But yeah. That's, <laughs> and and it, validate it's, your it's, parking. Well, yeah. It's, it's one of those things that, you know, and, and I, I, I become aware of it every once in a while because somebody else mentions it. And this is the pettiness that some people get is like, if you've been waiting. Once you've signed in in your time and you've been over an hour, you have to give you some money. And like 90% of actors either don't know about it or don't care about it, but you've got that 10% that they're – it's like, I want that $5. Right. You know, it's, like, it's like, really? You're going to piss off the casting director and say, right. I want my $5. Right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you don't want this role. Yeah, so. You're definitely getting called back because <laughs> contract negotiations are going to go awesome. Like, exactly. your, money, your money talks are going to go swell if you're bitching yeah. about $5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You At know, least they don't send like an automated text message to all the people who didn't get the part. <laughs> that would be hurtful. It's like, exactly. Oh. Well, because then you're just you're reminded not reply to the fact. Message. Yes, you're just reminded <laughs> of the fact that you did not get the role. And, yeah. and, and after a while, it, it becomes less personal because it, the choices made are, are not – the majority of the time, not have anything to do with how well you did. Right. As it, it could be, they're matching you with somebody else. Mm. Uh, they're they're looking. They were looking for a, a blonde, but they brought you in just to see what that would be like if we brought in a brunette. Right. And it sure. just wasn't it. You know. Or, so you, unless you know you you screwed up, right. You just go in and go. I did my work. Yeah. I wasn't away. exactly what they were looking yeah. for. Yeah. Well, right. if they, you know, and they're like, okay, well, we've got. You know, uh, we know we're ca- we know we're using uh, Jennifer Lawrence as the female lead, and then you have you know Channing Tatum come in, and you have me. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> we we I see Channing right. all, all over the place. Right, but you know it's like well, obviously, uh, you know unless unless they're going for that story, they're going for an as good as it gets or something where it's it's an odd couple. You know, it'd be like trying to put me with fucking Sigourney Weaver. Like that's not gonna. It would look ridiculous. Like right. she's all lanky and you know. Well, and, and we're we're talking about a whole different process there too. Because when you're talking about those roles, those are offers. They know who they yeah. want. And well, they I'm bring exaggerating. Them in. Well, but fact, I mean, they will read yeah. them together. And yeah. They'll you know they're like we we want these two. Let's bring them in. Let's read them. We, these are the offers we want. But then they read them. It might not work. The chemistry might not be there or whatever. And then yeah. they'll start bringing other people in. But yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, commercial work. You've done a lot of commercial work, yeah. I've done some. Yes. Um, any any product that you're like, uh, well, this is weird. I never thought I'd be hawking this. Well, for, I mean, honestly, considering what I consider to be my casting, which is a little more blue collar, the fact that I was doing a Hallmark commercial and, and being the loving dad was a little bit of an off. It was like, really? I'm that's sure that's very I'm... reassuring to your daughter. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. 
she loves me. But it, it, it's you know, it, it was it was kind of interesting. I mean, and you run into those things. A good friend of mine, uh, Rob Brownstein, he's he does a lot of commercials. Uh, you can probably see the most. He's doing the U.S. Cellular one where the guy's jumping on the trampoline. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but he, for instance, does not eat chicken. Never eats fast food ever. And so we got a McDonald's commercial. So just fast food chicken or chicken at yeah, all? Yeah, well, he doesn't eat in general meat. You know? oh, okay. And, and, and but fast food, he just hasn't eaten fast food in you know decades. Oh, wow, okay. You know, and so you know he gets this, you know, and so yep, I love chicken. Yeah. <laughs> well, for I a love fucking, chicken McNuggets for a, a national McDonald's commercial. <laughs> Fuck yeah, sir. Uh, you know, and 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 I think what a lot of people don't understand, and I've only gotten bits and pieces of this, is like it's there's there's different. Like quality isn't the right word, but like okay, say you get a non-national commercial, um, it's got this amount of prestige or pay, and then you do uh, speak, mm-hmm. you got a speaking role, it's more, and then a national oh, yeah, speaking role. There's, and, there's levels to everything. I mean, that's the same thing for for TV and film, but it's more delineated for commercials. You have regional. Uh, I mean, the national commercial is the one that it, it's the better payout because right. you get the residuals, and it's going to be on national network, and you get paid every time it's on. Uh, and yeah, if you're a principal speaking role, you get much more than if you're sure. just an extra because that's just a one-time payout. You right. don't get residuals. So, yeah. so uh, what you know, you said mention the Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, anything else people that listening might know you from uh, commercial-wise? Mm, it's been a while. Been Brand a while source, commercial. you know, uh, right. pioneer back in Iowa. Oh, right, right, like right, that. right, yeah. Right. But Criminal Minds probably your most notable television. You think? Yeah. In, in your yeah. In your mind. Um, and then didn't you did uh, you done a couple movies, um, lots of shorts. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to, the movie where you're drinking the beer, talking to the uh, kid. It's, it's uh, uh, here. There's my uh, what's where's my brain? That's not called that. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's got I'm a. Sorry, David Crabtree. It's his it's his project, Broken Dreams. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now is that uh, that direct video or where can people find that? Uh, right now, I'm not sure where Dave has that. He it's uh, Dave's a, a great director. He's he does uh, directs on Psych. He's their lead editor as well. Oh wow! And uh, I think he's he's trying to work a video deal out with okay. that. Uh, he just he just wants to. It's, it's a weird thing uh, with with the advent of the internet and you have things like Funny or Die and all mm-hmm. these other things that you got to protect your own content because right. as soon as you put up something on a, uh, the wrong site, you can lose control of that. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it's kind of been festival circuit, now what are we going to do with it sure. type of thing. And sure. that's that's what uh, – there's probably about half the stuff that I've done. It's just like let's just hold on to this, figure out what we're going to do with mm-hmm. it type of deal. But, well, and we've dealt with that like uh, uh, James Burns. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we uh they they wrapped a, a movie called uh, Blackjacks, God, probably two like, years ago, a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago yeah. probably. Um still hasn't come out yet. It's just mm-hmm. they're just sitting on it, you know, yeah. and, and, and can't wait because we had the entire cast uh save the females yeah, uh, on on uh Miss Interview and it was a blast because you know they were able these guys have worked on some pretty interesting shit like uh we were soldiers with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt yeah. Mel Gibson so so it allowed us to ask them questions that we've always wanted to know like uh, are her cans fantastic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you real, know. real deep shit. She, well, this, she had the same car. Well, I don't know if she still did. But she has the same Mini Cooper green on green that we have because I, I was on set with her too. Really? <laughs> Just so cans fantastic? 
Yes. All right. Fair yes. enough. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, and 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 so. Oh, okay. I know what I wanted to ask you. Oh. Um, Black Tar Road is that a porno? No. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I, I live near Calabasas, but not. Yeah, that's never <laughs> jumped in that. Yes. <laughs> uh, just just judging by the, the, uh, the poster itself, yeah. it looks like the kind of film I'd be into. <laughs> well, you know, Black Tar Roads. That's yeah. 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 A couple beautiful ladies on the cover of that. Yes. Um. I, uh, that's uh, that's a feature, though, right? I mean, it's 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 a full film. It, it is full a film. feature, and, and my my friend Rob directed that as well. Uh, and so, yeah. That, once again, it's 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 another one of those things. They're trying to find the right venue to, right. to, to tell me you play it. a drug dealer in that. Uh, no, I just a barfly. Wow. Yeah, a drunk barfly. Sure. Because because <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen Tony Farr's Mark drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's just wait till after this. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's what I'm afraid of too. I'm like, fuck, I don't work in the morning, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, and it's it's so it's you know it's such an interesting business. Maybe just for me because that's what I always wanted to do. Uh, failed miserably at any aspect of it. Oh, come on. Um, and, but it's all it's it's so interesting to me to to talk to folks that are and to me this is in the trenches like this is real acting you know a tom cruise no longer needs to worry you know he doesn't have to like when's the next job coming that's not really his problem anymore once you start making 30 million a picture uh you're just doing it for fun yeah we're talking about a rarefied air as far as that goes but that's but that's what most people are interested in they're like oh tell me tell me about that you know millionaire that you know you know and it's like i kind of want to hear these stories of you know what does it take to make it what is how do you get work how it's it's kind of like learning how to build an engine you know for a mechanic it's like this is amazing tell me more about pistons you know um i guess i mean because i mean mean, it is interesting because you have that offer only crowd Mm -hmm. you know and and we have pilot season every year in in the spring and you, you just sit around and wait basically right. for for a majority of the actors and a lot of people get really up in arms it's pilot season now now is the time to move and, like it's a and, feeding frenzy well like, it is a know. feeding frenzy and it's kind of odd in a way because pilot season is only going to be for like five percent of the people right and, and for a series regular it's going to be so few amount of people right you know and and so it takes a while to just go okay it's pilot season but i've still got other work there's other things going on and, and the things that i'm going to go in for for pilot season are going to be the same things i'm going to be going for normally mm-hmm. it's going to be the guest star or the co-star sure. in that thing you know so and that usually happens later on in the process anyway so when it comes if, if you haven't done your work up to that point which means writing letters you know, uh, researching roles, having your your management team start working on different things by the time pilot season gets there, not a great likelihood that you're going to have a pilot right. season. Well, and, and pilot season is kind of weird too because you might get on a pilot, you know, you might uh, – it might get picked up and then they might replace you. <laughs> you know, they might say, well, we like these four people, uh, number five, you know. It, it, Little bit less so nowadays because there's so much money involved and right. that they they try to get it nailed down pretty really? hard the first time and there's a lot more names involved now than they you know for the most part for most of the big pilots they they have a name attached right well. and so then they they build around that and they're pretty set in what they're going to do I mean very rarely will they I mean they they will have done all that work 
before the pilot because they will have tested the, the crap out of it before they even get to sure. filming. Which I suppose makes sense because as much as many channels, as much content is available to go to television anymore, uh, you kind of have to have something attached to it. Where you will see that is if you have a spec pilot or something that somebody's been working on for a couple of years and they say, okay, we bring this to Sony or bring it to Warner Brothers and say, you know, this is our idea and, and here it is on film. They'll say, okay, we like the idea, we like the scripts, we like all this, but then we will then recast it. Right. At that point, you know, once the in that process. But if they've already got like somebody writing a script and they know what they want, they're already building it. So, so. it's it, it used to kind of be back in the day it was almost like using studio musicians for a pilot sometimes. It, it, I mean, the process is is long. And so yeah, you will. I mean, I've done several table reads for different pilots and, you know, with you know, the hope right. that maybe you'll be drug along in its wake. But sure. never having the expectation that even if you like the role, you just kind of keep on it and say, hey, how's that going? But you know that if, if it's a media role and it gets to, to network, you're not going to be that guy. Right. You, know? right. you might be another guy somewhere along the line, but you're not going to be that guy. Right. Well, you know, I think in, in your outlook is, is refreshing because it's one, it's very positive. Two, it's realistic. You know, and you don't see that a lot in when you're talking to people about living their dream. Like, you know, it's, if it's your dream to do a job X, very rarely what you get is somebody talking about how I am the perfect person for this job. I am awesome. I'm going to change the world. I'm going to do this. You you have a very blue collar approach to it. Like it's it's a job. You're going to fashion yourself in such a way so that your your resume speaks that you're better at this job, and you're going to keep working to get better. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I don't have aspirations wanting to be on that stage. Well, right, you know, right. I mean, that's why everybody, I mean, just like anybody who does any job, they, you know, they have an expectation of what they're going to do in that job. Sure. You know, it's just, it's somehow when you talk about show business, people have that expectation of you and, and you go into it with it. I mean, unless you know somebody that's already been doing it, you have that expectation that you're going to go in and it's either you're going to be a name or you failed. And some people can't handle that. Right. You know, so they go in and they they see what it is, and they they leave. You know, and I found out pretty quickly, and I had an idea before I even went that you know, I'm not going to just walk in and get a series. I'm not just going to walk in and, and be successful. I know I'm going to have to work at it. Right, and that's what you have to do. I mean, well, e- I- even people that have been successful and have to make comebacks. I mean, it, it's you know, you you get off the radar for a certain amount of time. And and you were uh, you know even on an A list show, but it's been a while. You have to work to get yourself back into that that flow. Well, you so. know, and I was just thinking about that the other day because somebody was saying something about they were trying to bring friends back, <laughs> like like not just a reunion, but they were trying to actually bring the show back. Wait, and I'm like, somebody was. I can't remember who it was. I, I mean, somebody involved with the show? Or yeah, yeah, just yeah. Somebody? Well, yeah it, was, it, was, it was on some <laughs> entertainment site they were talking about. And I'm like, first of all, who gives a shit about you know th- that that group of people anymore? Because the whole appeal before was that they were young. They were, yeah, you know, they're in their 40s yeah, now. And, and now and, they're all yeah. married and they're all doing the shit that, that everybody does in life that isn't terribly interesting. Well, you know? and, and they've made their – buttload of cash and right. you know they're doing whatever they want to do now you but, know <laughs> exactly you well, know except for david schwimmer and i'm trying to figure out where he is what he's, he's doing directing. is he directing yeah oh, and he so, does a lot of theater too and, so you know, then he's successful still well lisa kudrow you don't see her what's she doing well uh, she got married and she she 
she's actually doing voiceover work as she's doing some well, I don't know go. if it's yogurt or something but she she she's got married and she's so you, you know but that's ever, the thing I mean where I was I, I'm coming in late yeah. so I'm hustling now they did their hustle back then right. and now they're just sitting back you know well, but and, and everybody else you see often yeah. so we know what well, the rest we, of them are up we know, to we know, that, we know that Courtney Cox's body is in Cougar Town her face uh, what was that gas that the Joker used? Because <laughs> that poor woman was beautiful, and she would have aged just fine. She had that china doll skin, and 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 she whatever she's done, it's it's like rigor now. Yeah. Uh, and I feel terrible for it because I'm like, look, lady, you were gorgeous, and look what you did, look what you did to yourself. Like look at Jennifer Aniston; she didn't touch herself. She still looks fucking 29 years old. Yeah, she looks younger than me. Fuck her. Okay. Plus, still. On a dare, I will, I guess. Okay. Somehow still uh, has the most persistent nipples on the planet. <laughs> I swear to God, episode of Friends saw her nip out through denim. Yikes. This is a classy wow. show we have. Yeah, we that's, do. that's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, how do you, you know, and how do you balance that? Oh, I, you know? I, I, well, I tend to wear a thicker shirt. <laughs> that's what I do. But, you know, you're, you're, you're a married family guy. You're a regular dude. How do you balance uh, home life and and the irregular schedule that that acting provides. Well, I mean, I I'm lucky in that uh, my wife has a, a, a steady job. That's, yeah, that's always good. <laughs> that's helpful, uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, and hours that we can work around, and you know, uh, I'm happy to be at home. And for the most part, and I'm not alone in this. You know, I, I'll bring my daughter to auditions. Yeah, and you know. As a community, the other actors will and the show the the uh, session runners will help you. Really? And, yeah, yeah. They'll they'll watch your your kid. You know, it's like they know it. it we're See, these guys, and, you know? and, and that's something that that's one of those tidbits of of information that I would have I would have completely thought it'd be the opposite. Like what you know, I, I would expect you walk in there with your kid, and they're like, "Really, dude." Yeah, no. not not because you're doing something wrong, but because they're callous, you know. Right. Like, like, hey, um, leave your kid in the car. No, you know? because and and that's it's one of the things that you they brought you in to, to to solve a problem they have, right? Which is to fill this role, and so if you can help them do that, they're they're willing to help you out. So so the image that you see on television of casting being like a, a very jaded uh angry business it's not really true i mean uh, i wouldn't say that i did not say that <laughs> i did not say that at all actually uh no <laughs> uh, it's, it's just there there is a niceitude that can be attached to that you know it's it they've got a job to do and and if you're wasting their time or if you know there are people that are you know hard ass and can be assholes about it but for the most part, it's 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 people that have been in it a long time and know what they want. So you you got to respect their time, and they'll respect yours. Have you ever had a, a bad uh, a bad experience uh, going to an audition that wasn't as a result of you know a mistake that you made? Just uh, that there was nothing you could have done right. These people were going to treat you like shit regardless. No, I don't think I've I've ever encountered that. Just because you kind of if you put it out there. You know, if you put yourself out there in a positive way, in my right. experience, people aren't going to treat you crappy, you mm -hmm. know, and it's just how you carry yourself as well. I mean, you can be a pushover and people will treat you crappy, but, you know, there have been times where, I mean, like I remember the first commercial audition I ever went in I, where I screwed it up badly 
but uh, I don't think that there's ever been a, a time where I felt that I was being treated poorly. Screwed it up how? What'd you do? Oh, it was uh, it was like for one of the it was a kid's product, and they were looking for a scientist. And this is this is what I'm saying about growth. At, at the time, I was like, okay, I'm going to give them this character. I'm going to give them this scientist. Whereas nowadays, I would just say, okay, they, they want they brought me in. Right. They didn't ask for anything extra. I'm just going to give them me. Me, if I was as a scientist, scientist. <laughs> right? Exactly. But no, I I has I you know I was all Einsteiny. I was, you know it was it was pretty bad. It, it, was, it was like they probably wouldn't go wow. <laughs> oh, but, we're keeping this one for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, you know, and it, it's 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 one of those things. I mean, I've been to ones where I knew I wasn't the guy, but you know, and that happens a lot, especially in commercials. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go in for like I went in for an NFL commercial, and they were looking for an NFL quarterback, and I'm like, I'm not an NFL quarterback, <laughs> you know, and, and, and you know, I'm and, and they're looking for NFL players, and and there's a couple guys like me. And then there's a couple guys that used to play pro ball, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, what, what are you doing here? You know, yeah. or they're like, looking... aren't you already rich? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And they, you know, they got, uh, what was it Jared Bush? That was who I saw who used to be a running back for the Giants. Was yeah. that the same thing? Huh. Uh, and huh. there was a time Weird. where I was doing a, a Jack in the Box commercial and they were looking for a construction worker, you know, and I'm, I'm not a small guy, but I'm right. not a big guy. Right. And I, you know, I can read the copy and I'm going, but. You know, you go, you do, because the casting act director, they saw your picture, they know what you look like, right. so maybe they, they thought that's one of those things. It's like, well, maybe we'll go the other way. No, 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 we're, we're going to go the way we expect it to. But, but you're, so you're you're going to auditions where they've, at, like, you've submitted your stuff and they're like, yeah, come on in. You're not going to these open calls. Uh, open calls like are so rare. I mean, yeah. and, and they exist, and most often they are for non-union type of jobs. Okay. Yeah, and... I don't submit myself for anything. So your your yeah. your representation, yeah, does. because yeah, it's yeah. it's it's fairly closed system as far as that sure, goes. Sure, sure. Yeah. So, but but I mean, so I guess that would probably be more of the, and maybe that's where I'm I'm thinking. You know, you show up to an open call with your kid and want them to watch your kid. They're probably gonna be like, uh, next. Yeah, and <laughs> I've, I've had friends that have had experiences with these open calls that are just like out there you know projects yeah. that once they figured out they were there like oh i don't know if i want to do this because it's you know kind of there's some shady stuff there yeah. you know so this is what pornography <laughs> smells like <laughs> i mean it, it, i've had this uh, recent experience where a friend did did came to one of these auditions and there's like hey might came might not yeah, be the best yeah. words. <laughs> now i want you to wield this sword but take your top off you know it's like what wield the sword with top off. sounds okay, legit so, yeah why not? dude friend or chick friend <laughs> Chick friend. Oh, yeah. Sounds super legit to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, casting director, I'd make an awesome one of yeah, those. Yeah, well, you would. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and I suppose, and you know, I guess I don't know how much you can speak to that, but how, you know, how much for women, like how much of that is there? Where like you show up for an audition and then you find out, wait a minute. Wait, just a cotton picking. What the hell is the what? I I really I can't really speak to that because but I will I will say from what I've heard that anymore that's any of that casting couch stuff yeah. is happening before the rehearsal audition process process oh, okay. even ha you know it's like to get in to get the audition some people might have you know, had an encounter with somebody right. to get to that point. But I, I rarely have ever heard it, even heard well, of that. And so. I suppose the way that you're describing the process where your representation submits you, they're not going to send you somewhere that isn't right or safe for you. 
I mean, ideally. In general, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it, they're going to find the projects. I mean, even the one of the most recent things I went for commercially was this, this uh, a product that my, my agent said, you know, are you okay with this product? Because it was one of these, you know, pharmaceuticals that, you know, you can get stuck. You know, right. it's like if you I'm like so I'm the Viagra guy about no, you the know, herpes. Yeah, exactly. And about it's like it, 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 you know, because we have this thing. I I won't do those things. Jesus. Sorry. You know, I, I I I would not do those things. But there there was one where I was the other guy, the the friend or the you know a, a oh, passerby. I, I have a friend that has herpes. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I was like the passerby in the commercial that is like, hey, I'm going to the pharmacist. I'll be the pharmacist. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'll happily say I have herpes on national television for the money that I could I, come up with. You've done it on radio, so or yeah. a pod. Yeah, it's I've done it yeah. in person because you're supposed to notify, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't make it weird. You no, are. No. <laughs> Tony's like Zach. You and I need to have a talk. After <laughs> uh, remember that one time we got really drunk and we we did. Oh, you remember, don't remember that. Remember, but, remember yeah. how I used to wrestle in high school? <laughs> <laughs> well, I pinned a couple guys from Iowa too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I just it's, and I and I I guess I don't understand. You know, like to me, I wouldn't understand the stigma for that. Like, fuck, I'll do a Herbie's commercial. It's work. Well, you got to do work. You know, I mean, you know. it. it I'm not going to knock anybody that does it. I'm not because it's a job and you get paid. You know. What well, I mean, are, are, but do people really like look at that and be like, "Does that person really have herpes?" Or are they it's just, just acting? It, well, it can be because really? if, if it's a prominent campaign, right? Okay, I You'd mean, be the face of herpes. Well, I mean, you had that one smiling guy that did all the Viagra or whatever it was. The oh little, yeah, little yeah, cool guy. I yeah. mean, people will know that guy. This so is Bob. You, yeah, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not sure where Bob's career path is, but I just know that you know. Flow. Flow is not, you know, there are choices you make in commercials right. and in anything you do, any any role you pick. But commercials specifically because they, they build characters, very extreme characters. Dude, or, you're getting Adele. Especially nowadays, <laughs> like it seems like commercials have become like a character, like a continuing. Character driven. Well, it's yeah, always yeah, yeah. been. I mean, you've had like Mr. Whipple and, and things suppose, like yeah. that. Right. You know, I mean, but you look at the guy that used to do the Sprint commercials. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I I don't know where he is now. Or the, but it, or the you, Verizon you guy. Can you hear me now? That right. guy that was he, everywhere he, forever. Or Flo, when she decides not to do that, she's going to have to lay low for a while. Right. You know, I mean, right. I mean because she, if you hire her, you can't hire her for any other commercial product. But if you, if you hired her for television, she's going to carry that. So either that character that you're building is okay with, you you know, it's right. a sitcom or whatever. But So you have to make choices in your career because I've had friends that have had these opportunities and they've had to have this sit-down discussion with their management. It's like, is this going to be what we're going to do for the next two years? Is are we going to be the face of X? Right. And we're not going to get any other work. Right. You know. Well, and you know the thing they've kind of done with Flo that was smart is they've dolled her up so much. You could probably dress her down, throw her on the street, nobody would have any idea who she was. To an extent, because she did some stuff on Leno uh, not that long ago where she just did herself, and right. I don't think there's many people. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's helpful, I suppose. I mean. Um, you know, but there's still, you know, there's people out there. I think uh, Jorge Garcia is a perfect example. When you see him, you're like, that's Hurley. You know, yeah. that, wor- that worked out for him, though. You know, one of the biggest television shows of all time. <laughs> Probably wasn't a mistake, even a little bit. Well, you know, fucking Weezer named an album after him. Yeah, after when, do get my, when do I get <laughs> my album? Awesome. God damn it. That's, that's amazing. And, you know, you're, you're, you and I don't think you have a problem talking about that you and Jorge are friends, right? 
Yeah, we're friends. Um, um, and, and, and to me, you know, we don't need to go into your guys' personal relationship and the ins and outs, you know, whatever. But um, that's a guy who does it right. You never hear anything about him in the paper. You never hear – that for, for six years was on the biggest television show on all of TV. Yeah. yeah. You know, and flies under the radar. Well, I, I think a, a majority of that cast was able to because primarily they were, well, they were shooting in, in Hawaii. Right. So they weren't here a lot. Right. But I'm not saying that they would have had any problems, but it, it helped to retain the normalcy. Well, I don't but, know. But it, Matthew, retain some normalcy. Matthew Fox didn't have any problems staying in the papers. So. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> but once again, I mean, you're talking about a, a dramatic series where, you know, they were playing some normal characters, normal yeah. people. You know, there, there wasn't that big of an extreme. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. It's, it's one of those things where it, it can only help your career. Yeah, that's you know? that's very true. But you know, I I guess you know in some instances I can understand worrying about typecasting because you know the last thing he probably wants to do is uh, play eighteen more roles where you know they ask him, can you say dude twelve different ways? You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and to me, he was that show's heart anyway. Like that show without the character of Hurley had no heart. It, it's just he 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 fulfilled that yeah, I that, agree that, that was his I mean, that, yeah, that, that was, was it was supposed to be that way yeah that was you how know? it was built so right. it's not like he was just a character you know it, it, it it's just it's that show is fucking amazing I know <laughs> and now he's doing all of the Star Wars and all the Star Treks so yeah, yeah. It, you know, imagine I, that just think that's well because we just talked about Joss Whedon on our last episode and mm-hmm. how you know you go from watching someone uh, who you dig their work um it but they was, never really get appreciated yeah. the way you would, and think and they now should. now one of the biggest most powerful influences. Well, in- I, I think it's one of those things where once you get an opportunity, your work speaks for yourself. I, I am I am a big adherent to that because I mean you look at like Sam Raimi, yeah, yeah. you know same thing. You know uh, any any decent person uh, artist, if you get a chance to get a, a medium out there, eventually it will come around. Yeah, it's my. Eventually, eventually, you get your chance to ruin my favorite comic book character of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's going to be about any of these shows. So, Let's throw yeah. Venom in there and fuck him up. Yeah, I, I have, I have, that wasn't I have his yet fault. to find. <laughs> he didn't want Venom in there. <laughs> okay. Hey, they did He's, well with Sandman. I, yeah, I, they, they did that, that was fucking. That was yes. that was perfect casting. Yes. Like when we were talking uh, the other day about. Uh, uh, Paul Giamatti playing Rhino, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck? When I heard Thomas Hayden Church was playing Sandman, I'm like, could yes. that be any more fucking perfect? Yeah. Right. Like, could you cast – like, it's almost like they went back in time and told – that you're like, listen, Stan, <laughs> Stan, I need you to create this a guy, fucking – Here's his yeah, picture. Yeah. And, just did. <laughs> and I want this character – it's going to be a ridiculously stupid fucking character. He's going to fight with sand. Okay, <laughs> but the, what's important is he's going to look exactly like this guy who's going to be born in approximately thirty years. <laughs> yeah, if you could just do that; it'd be great. I, it was it was they, perfect. They have got better though. I mean, you have to admit. I mean, Robert Downey. Oh you know, fuck! You know, that, that if you couldn't kill a casting better than that, I mean, oh. that's just that's you know. Well, that's you know, what it is. we've talked about that before. Like the the studio didn't want him. Uh, Favreau pushed and pushed and pushed. And, and meanwhile, all of us nerds are like, you know who should totally play him? You know who should totally play him? Robert Downey Jr. Robert. Well, and, and they're like, uh, remember he's uh, hooked on coke and we can't trust him. Well, I and, keep and, hearing you know, because that's a big thing right now just with his negotiations mm-hmm. being up for the Avengers and for more Iron Man. And 
Joss, I just was just reading yesterday that Joss Whedon said in back in away when he or whatever year it was when he originally heard that they cast Downey as Iron Man, he walked up to Kevin Feige and just went, "You brilliant son of a bitch." Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and it makes perfect sense. He was he was on his way back at that point. Yep. Hadn't really broke it huge again, but it was obvious that he was making a move to rebuild his career. Yeah. And Favreau's like, I'll take him. And who would have guessed it would be as an action star? Yeah, you right. Know, yeah. In, 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 and Sherlock Holmes as an action yeah, star. The guy, you know, the guy like, that yeah. fucking wowed as Chaplin. And then you're yeah. like, yeah. no, and, he'll do this. And then and, and watching uh, Iron Man 2 and both the Sherlock Holmes movies and looking at it and going, I think maybe Robert John Downey Jr. could probably kick my ass in real life. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, and Tropic Thunder. Right. You know, that white that guy was... playing a black guy or playing, playing a white, a white guy, guy <laughs> could probably whoop my white ass. Or, yeah. Or you know, something. olive drab ass. Your, your Persian ass. Yeah. Your Persian ass. Is that, is that uh, yeah, I don't know what that That's is. That's beige. Beige. Yeah. <laughs> Taupe. Indiscriminate. Almond. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Ivory. If you bland. Yeah. Oh. What? No, that's me. That's, <laughs> that's actually hurtful. me. I'm Irish. So. <laughs> yeah. How does the California sun treat you, sir? Me? Fine. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I'm. I'm fine. I can tan. My my wife does not tan. So no. Yes. Just zero to burnt. Yes. Zero yeah. to burnt. <laughs> yeah. I got one of those red. too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I suppose. I suppose you do. And my daughter's like halfway between. So. We're so like, just she, right. She's, she's like a cookie. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the cookie. So she's a little bit on the. You know. She gets a little rosy. Times. <laughs> you know, and that's that's another deal that's awesome too because it, we were talking before you got here yeah. and, I, and I, I stupidly asked Tony, I was like, so where did you and your wife meet? Did you meet out there? Did you meet here? He's like, you know her, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like – and he's like, she was in Oklahoma with us. And I'm like – Oh, you're doing fine, Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, but she was one of the dancers. She didn't have a speaking part. So, you know, I, I, I can forgive that to a bit. Oh, yes. was I that guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get to know you. You don't have a speaking part. <laughs> they cut my song. They wanted me so bad. <laughs> they cut your song because you suck. Yeah. Well, that you, you too. Know, I didn't dance. So, you know, that was my <laughs> thing, you know, because I, I, I was assistant directing that. And so that was my uh, my little writer. I don't dance. Yeah, I don't dance. Because right after that, I had an internship at the Des Moines Playhouse. And I was doing that. And they, they needed somebody to play Drake uh, in Annie. Oh. And I'm like, that's fine, but I don't dance. I don't dance. <laughs> so we did this whole musical number. And I'm singing, you know, it's it's a duet, and I'm singing, and I'm, I'm like doing the minimal movement possible, and the girls dancing around me, you know, and and, and then they have this big orchestrated number with everybody. I'm like, move two feet so you're like, the whole thing. So you're yeah. like Eddie Van Halen in any fucking of their videos ever. Everyone else can dance, and he's kind of just like, don't look at me. Well, he does that like he just yeah. kind of rocks with yeah, the car. The guy's fingers are moving four thousand miles an hour, and he can't get the rest of his body to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, don't ask me to dance. Anything else? Well, it, it was. It's. Not, I don't even know that it's. I can't. I just don't want to. Uh, you know? For me, singing was. I couldn't. Like when, I know. When, I, I remember. No, you don't. I didn't do it. <laughs> yes, you. Everybody had to sing Oklahoma, and I saw I'm, you go in and do it. I'm mouth the words. Yeah. Well, that's why. <laughs> I was next to you. I was literally next to you while we were doing that. That's awesome. Oh, it's terrible. Like it, 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 the shittiest thing was in a musical, their vocal warm up is singing. So I'm like, I don't want to. Can I do my own vocal warm up in a closet or something? Like, can I just can I just do my normal shit that I do to not my Horace Vandergelder vocal warm up, which blew up my voice for like two fucking months, um, basically because my character was Vince McMahon. 
because <laughs> somebody dared me to do it as Vince McMahon. So I did a two-week run of a show as Vince McMahon. You're a fart. Oh, <laughs> you know, it was a mistake. It was <laughs> terrible. You think? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was my first time my in-laws met me was right after that show. They actually thought that she was dating a 60-year-old man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I did a great job, but, the you know, whatever. They were like... What? This is creepy. Huh? What's happening here is not. We're not okay with this. Someone uh, during uh, during Matchmaker, uh, someone leaned over to my aunt and said to her, uh, "I think it's amazing that they're allowing faculty to act in these shows." And uh, um, Linda Pisano, okay, uh, was in the show, and 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 my my aunt was like, "Yeah, the, she's fantastic." And they're like, "No, no, no, the Horace Vandergelder." <laughs> They thought I was 60 years old. Well, yeah. Uh, like, uh, You're not? It, no. Oh. It, okay. And that brings up something that I, I, I started to pick a bone with you earlier today. What? Did I have uh, all my hair? That, yeah. yes. And it's beautiful, yeah, by it the way. But more so the fact that you, among all of our other friends, were not willing to tell me in college that I should shave my head because it looked <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Like, I look back at photos and I'm like, what was, what is that? It looks like I'm in the middle of chemotherapy. Well, no, I, I thought you were just going for, you know, Rocky's, uh, uh, the brother in uh, Rocky. What's his name? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, then I would have wore, actor, but, then uh, I wore a hat all the time. And there were several. <laughs> Adrian's brother, yes. Photos. Polly. Yeah, Polly. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Polly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just look back and I'm like, I don't remember it being that thin. You know, and then my second thing is, I always tell David Bird, I was like, look, asshole. You could have told me. Like we were close enough. a mirror. <laughs> but I don't remember it that way. Like I look well, you at are it, short, so you probably couldn't see, see that the, high. The, the, so, the top yeah. of my own yeah. head. <laughs> <laughs> but I had these bangs that kind of were here, and then everything passed back well, here was super you thin. You couldn't see the top. Yeah. That's, 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 the rest of us were so, just yeah. – So, yeah, we're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was up to you guys. Just take, somebody could have just taken me aside. I mean, my girlfriend at the time did it about my chest and back, so why couldn't anybody yeah, why have done you it about my head? She was, you know, because oh, you know yeah. what, the, what I was yeah. doing. I think it's funny there. that she wasn't didn't have a problem telling you to take care of the rest of the shit, but the top, she's like, I don't well, want to hurt short too, feelings. So it, yeah, she couldn't see it. Either. Either. Well, to the point where I where I received second degree burns uh, on my body because she wanted me to use that fucking spray on hair removal shit. Yeah, that and, would never have happened. Oh, it was, it was <laughs> terrible. It was so terrible. And I couldn't go to the hospital because I didn't have health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> student health, babe. Student uh, health. Yeah, the one time I went to student health, they gave me antibiotics. It was just for a sore throat. <laughs> yeah, That's, right. It's got a little candy jar full of antibiotics. <laughs> you just walk in. There you go. They give them to you that and a Snoopy Band-Aid every time you go in there. It's amazing. But they didn't work. Like they they gave me sulfa and I'd never had sulfa before. Is that even something they give anymore? Uh, like I heard, that sounds very like fifties. It yes. sounds very uh, Saving Private Ryan or yes. Mash. It's just like, like here, put some sulfa on it. We don't have anything else. Yeah, this will work. Oh, well, it doesn't. <laughs> and I was sick for an extra week. Dang. Yeah, it was terrible. I don't trust that place. Student health. I think it means it was run by students. Yes. Yeah. What? What? Like every university, what they call oh. it student death. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not safe in there. You're gonna go out. You're gonna come out sicker than you went in. Hmm. It's not like dating some of the girls they did. <laughs> come out sicker than when you went in. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you guys actually started dating during the show. Yeah. Did I know that? Shortly then? after that. Yeah. 
I don't know. Probably, I, I don't know. That's weird. It's just weird that there's weird that you have like blackouts in your in your memory for some parts. You know, like like yeah, some we were, things. We were we were we were together then. Uh, but you know, part of it was I was assistant directing at the same time, so I was. It wasn't like you know, right. hanging all over. Everyone's, right. Sure. You know. Sure. 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 You know, I also probably weren't one of the uh, ten guys that would run back and forth when Sandy had a quick change during Greece, <laughs> which uh, I was assistant directing, so I had to sit out in the audience. Didn't get that beautiful moment. We had this knockout. Hey, now you, you, you can't you can't <laughs> say that out loud because we have this whole thing of everything's safe in the theater. Okay, so you, you can't. You know. Oh, she was safe. She had twenty guys looking <laughs> after her. And every but you gotta you gotta keep that there so that you know. No, everything's fine. Everything's safe in the theater. And then, yeah, well, you no, know. nobody ever tried to put anything in her. No, it was just, they just and you could hear it. It was fucking retarded. <laughs> like you would hear. There's <laughs> <laughs> all these idiots go running from one side of the stage to the other because she was just a knockout. She wasn't an act actress. No, I mean, well, half of a visa, you yeah, visa, you, you yeah, you get you get of, all yeah. kinds of people would come out, which was strange. It's like, why don't you try out for other shit then? Mm-hmm. Like, why why is this the only thing you want to do? Well, I'm going to have my only uh, college acting experience be in twenty in front of 2,500 people. Yes, in the largest theater in yeah. Iowa. Yes, and, and they and they did it, and they would continually cast uh, our Trevor. leads. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, Trevor did other stuff though too. After that. I mean, yeah, that is true. Because that. well, and that was kind of a weird deal too. Because his dad had played Curly yeah. thirty years prior. Yeah, the guy that uh, played Curly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and and so that, that was kind of a neat deal. There was all kinds of press about that. We were constantly going because I was dating his sister at the time. So we were going to the radio station. We were in there bringing the families in. They did like a a, a phone call back to Sibley for their dad. It, it was this big. They made a huge deal out of it, but mostly because they figured maybe we make a huge deal out of this Visha event, people will stop talking about that time they stabbed that guy. <laughs> stabbing the year before or the, burnt, yeah. wow. the carp cars the yeah. year before that. Yeah. Remember yeah. that time when Visha killed that guy? Yeah. Remember that? That, that was, was weird. Awesome. And I think last year they might have had another death by train. I, I I lost track. I was surprised they even still had it. Yeah. But you know, it was like yeah. Well there's uh, there's that time for a while when it was alcohol free. Yeah. That was sure weird. Was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well if you lived on campus anyway, it was it was such a weird deal because the Visha is just a dr- drunk fest. I mean it's they, they have parties and Well, you know, it's so weird because when I first started on it wasn't. And we had, we had Ash Bash, which doesn't exist anymore, and and there was big parties uh, along Ash Avenue okay, and then, yep. then they had Visha and well I, I went to high school nearby in Nevada, so we would all come over in high school and right. just have a great time and just get trashed and and then yeah it just changed dramatically and once it got that ball rolling of being a riot place people would come mm-hmm. from Des Moines because and, you it's know, a, now it's, it's a party it's going to be a wild party yeah well yeah. I mean they had gangs coming up from you know just to the great thing about Ames, though, the gang would get there and they'd look around and they'd be like, which one of these is not like the other one? <laughs> exactly. And then they slowly do that slow tiptoe back <laughs> out of town. <laughs> like, holy shit, it's a bunch of fucking farm kids here. <laughs> we are way out of our element, Donnie. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, that's funny. I just did that scene that long ago. Really? Funny. Yeah, just for fun. Uh, uh, yeah. But you know all the methods you couldn't tell them you couldn't tell them apart. So right, you know. right. Well, but see, and that's something too. I'm glad there wasn't nearly as much meth when we were in college as there is now, yeah. because what a what a weird. Because in a party culture that college is now with meth being so pervasive, oh, I bet it changes and, everything. I mean, half the stuff. I mean, not saying that there wasn't stuff when we were, but right. I mean, it just seems like yeah, it's but a it was normal more shit vo- like volatile. coke. 
Yeah, it's good shit. Like Coke and shrooms. And, you know, it's normal college that, shit that yeah. kids tried and girls would try and it'd make them easier to lay. You know, that, I mean, what? What? No. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like alcohol. It, it, it does, you know, it, and especially now being a parent, you're like, ecstasy. Yeah. It sounded interesting. Yeah. My college mind is still going, well, I wonder what that's like. But then, then the rest was like, man, dude, I do not want my child anywhere near something that will boil the brain like that, you know? Yeah, or, or that will completely change their decision making immediately. Yeah. Like, exactly. no, it's cool because everything feels fuzzy. You know, like you don't yeah. want that in any kid's life. You know, and that's that's that is uh, going back to being in LA. That the, the one thing that is really trying is is having this young child and trying to navigate some sort of normalcy so that they have some kind of Midwestern upbringing. You know, it's 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 kind of right. I would I think probably your the fact that you 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 have a normal home life makes that different it's not a it's not an entertainer well it's not even know. have to do with entertaining it's just la is such just, a different it's everywhere beast. you know you know that it's you know that uh siren light live commercial the, the california or the skit the californians where mm. they're sitting around going yeah i took the 405 to the six oh okay, okay and that is california that, right. i mean it, it everybody thinks it's kind of funny unless you're in california then think it's freaking hilarious because it's exactly the way it is right. it's more a documentary than yeah, it. <laughs> and and so it's different. It's so much different. It's closed off. Communities are not communities. Everybody lives in their cars. And so when you come home, you just stay at home and there's no kids running from house to house. Really? You know, because when I grew up, it was, you know, you the whole block was your playground. Right. And you can't trust that in, in L.A. No. So it's you, you, you're like, how do we make it as close as possible to what we had? You know? So what do you do, like play dates? Like, you do play dates and, and you know, there's uh, preschool and everything. But, like, right now we're looking to try a different – try to find a neighborhood that's closer to that. You know, you just try to approximate it as close sure. as you can. But then, you know, then it becomes expensive. The closer you get to, right. you know, well, and then, Mayberry, the, the more expensive it becomes. Well, and then you have to factor in, okay, now when it's time for me to go to work, I have to travel – yeah. You know, that's and, that's that's exactly right. Because the further away you are from the action, it's you know the cheaper it gets, but the the much much more traffic. Sure, so. sure. And then you know you probably don't. Then spend you start talking day. about how you get there by the four hundred five and <laughs> take Laurel Canyon over to Sunset, and then we took a right onto Fairfax. What? What the fuck is Runyon? Runyon? Yeah. Runyon? Runyon is a canyon. Uh, well, it, it's there are trails at Runyon, okay. and you you run them. It's it's hills. It's steep. It's 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 because popular culture would lead you to believe that you would be asshole to elbow because everybody's running Runyon. There's a lot of people doing Runyon, but I mean, it's it's there's enough people that aren't or just pretending <laughs> like they do Runyon. That yeah, it's I mean, it's busier than it it was even when I first got there. But uh, yeah, there's a couple places. There's another one uh, by Clooney's place that uh, people go up and up and. Uh, the hills and then come back down. It's yeah. The throwaway comment made me a little uncomfortable. Clooney's place. <laughs> well, yeah, because I hang out there. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it, it literally is. I mean, he lives in in the valley, and so there's he lives wherever the fuck he wants to live. Is what he does. <laughs> Him and Ms. Keebler. Mm-hmm. That's a weird pairing to me. Former WWE diva Stacy Keebler and yeah, well George motherfucking Clooney. 
That's a good looking son of a bitch. I was gonna say, I mean, there must be something there because <laughs> well, it's not like he he has to. Oh, I'm know, not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he can't pull that kind of tail. I'm just saying, Stacy Keebler. Well, that's what I'm saying. Weird. There must be something there on that uh, yeah. on the Keebler end. That's, that's yeah. Uh, maybe appealing, she's so. maybe she's smart. Maybe I mean she's definitely good looking. Right. I mean, she's got legs for days. Um, it's just weird. I would, would well, never that's, that's once again, it's public persona, and especially something like WWE, you got to create something. Yeah. So you know. Who knows what she is really is like. But for like five years, her main talent was bending over and climbing into the ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and now, well, <laughs> maybe that's still the case. I don't know. George, fuck, George Clooney, the guy used to have a mullet. Now he's beautiful. <laughs> I, I could watch that motherfucker read the phone book. I, I could. I think he's amazing. I like him as well. And if, it, and if, it, and if at some point... George Clooney and Joshua Jackson are not in a movie together where they play father and son. I'll quit watching Hollywood. Yeah, it has to quit happen. Well, just Hollywood <laughs> in general. Just like, that. Where was this made? Face West yeah, anymore. Where, where was like, this made? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. This was made in Ontario? I'm good. I can watch that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. All the actors in Ontario will be very pleased with you. <laughs> or they don't care. They're like, oh, you again. Yes. <laughs> it's our. It's Ontario's biggest fan, Zach Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what the new good news is? That means Supernatural is still on the table. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, it, yeah, that's, that's – you know, if I have a, a dream projects, it's going to be something like that though. I want to do some – Action cowboy thing before oh, I before I that would be keel over. You know, and that would be a good role for you, like an honest to god western. No, that's that's yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting. I've gone from wanting to be like Kevin Costner to maybe being more like Robert Duvall, but you know, it, it, you know, I still want that western thing, right? You know, but yeah. And that's still to me, it's really strange that that is a genre that still doesn't get a lot of attention. You know, it, it does, came back for a little it, while, but the thing is, it, it, it's it's everywhere. I mean. Half of your sci-fi, that's it's just a Western set. I mean, that's what Gene Roddenberry did. It was Wagon Train in Space. Right, right. You know, it's it's you know one I, guy or a group of guys against everybody else. I mean, No Country for Old Men is a Western. But I mean, honest to God, Western. Yeah. Like you know, Young Guns, Open were, Range. Yeah. You know, um, uh, uh, Unforgiven. When that when that stuff was huge, it was huge for a little while. You know, Tombstone, Wider, but that all came out at the same time, and then it yeah. just kind of went away again. You know, well, uh, that's the, I mean, everything's secular. I mean, if mm-hmm. you look at, I mean, vampires are going to be going away. Oh, hopefully. thank God. Hopefully. I mean, <laughs> not for any of my friends that are working on vampire projects, but uh, <laughs> I hope it goes for a long time for you. But uh, Zombies. Zombies are huge right now. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it all goes, I mean, werewolves. It's like I, I, wrote a, a, I wrote a vampire script about three years ago, four years ago, and I'm like, I, I don't think I'll ever get it made, at least not. i got to wait now another 10, 15 years till it comes back around. But. See if you can get Alyssa Milano to attach. Good things will happen. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is a fantastic vampire movie. Is it Embrace of the Vampire? Yes. I believe. Yes, yes. Uh, all those years of wondering and you finally find out. So we could, if, we, if we look at that, that means that what is coming back, then I guess uh... – it could be um, what, what was big in the eighties, oh, other than hair. Well, and it, it was it was uh, it was movies about teenagers, which it kind of, we kind of hit that. And, and, we and hit just that big dumb action apple flicks. pie, apple yeah. pie, or yeah. apple pie, American, American pie. pie. Yeah, uh, well, it could be back in the buddy action. Yeah, you know we haven't had a good uh, buddy cop movie. Well, trying they're they're trying to get Jamie Fox and Channing Tatum. Got that? I don't know. I mean, I saw that just recently. Is are they going to buddy cop? Is that is that where we're going again? 
You know, and I could see it. I'm trying to think the last thing. Rush Hour was probably the last yeah. buddy cop deal we had. And that came right off the end of, like, Lethal Weapon 4, well, I think, the first uh, Rush Hour. Yeah, I mean, you've had other ones, like that one De Niro did, uh, Primetime. Oh, God, you know? yeah. So, I mean, there have been ones, but... Or, <laughs> yeah. or that was De Niro and Eddie Murphy, Other guys, it? yeah. Oh, the other guys. They, um, didn't. Other guys, which was a lot better than Cop Out. Yeah, but, yeah. See, but, that was another one. See, cop out. I, I always get cop out and Showtime kind of mixed up because it's the same. Well, you and, know. and cop out was was the deal where it was very obvious that what happened was that was the movie. How, how was that? That the script. How did that work out? Because you, you remember when that happened? They were the same movie. Other guys in Cop Out, basically the same movie. And what they tried to do was they couldn't attach the right actors to the script they wanted, so you got two mediocre movies. No, you mean not not the other guys, but uh, uh, Showtime and Cop Out. No, 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 no. Cop Out's the one with uh, Cop Bruce Willis and Tracy, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan, right? Yeah, but Showtime was the one. Isn't one of them an actor? Well, he wants to be an actor. Oh, they're two cops. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah it's so similar. Yeah. yeah, but God, those movies were pretty far apart. I mean, I don't think they were. But I because Cop Out came out two years ago. No, three years ago. It's been much longer than that. Because it was it was a terrible failure, yeah. And Kevin Smith cried about it because he wanted to call the movie a couple of dicks, and they're yeah. like they're like you can't do that, yeah, like it's we, not we can't market that. Didn't you what? Didn't you learn anything from Zach and Mary make a porno, right. which was a fun, right. which was a fun movie, but we couldn't fucking market it because you wouldn't allow us to take make a porno off the end in so many markets, and you fought us on it, fought us on it. So we said okay, we'll give it to you yeah, in you some markets. Right. Two thousand ten was it? Two thousand ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's interesting because I mean, but there's like a, a really, really good play that uh, called Motherfucker with a Hat. Motherfucker, <laughs> it, it's like, will that ever be made into a movie? Yeah, not with that not name. Not with that title. No, <laughs> but it's just, great at Broadway. It did fine. So it's hard to say. I mean, well, and you but can your get Broadway away with Cloud's going to be a little bit different. Well, yeah, on Broadway, you, you can get away with uh, letting Harry Potter fuck a horse on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, you, know? <laughs> you can you can do that. Uh, God, that's a fucked up play. Yeah. No matter who's in it, it's a it's a fucking. If you ever get a chance, man, and you can see any staging, of oh, I thought you would do that because yeah, yeah, you should yeah. do that role. Oh, I'd have to get me a stool first of all. I'd well, have to use ponies. Well, ponies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my little mini ponies. My little pony. they can work the whole brony angle no. into it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, that would explain why I put all their eyes out with a hot poker. That's <laughs> that was fucking my little pony. Friendship is magic. It's stupid shit. That's a bunch of... Moving on, moving on. <laughs> These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> man. But it, it is a weird play, man. Like, yeah, if you ever get I'm a sure chance, it check it out. It's, I've heard. It's bizarre. It's so weird. It's And it's and it, popular. Like, it's done. I, I don't know. Popular? What would you... How do you define popular? Like, lots of people have seen it. Well, I think lots of people... I mean, lots of people have seen a lot of things, but... The, <laughs> what, the, you know, you're talking like, about the Brony? No, no, Equus. Equus. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, I, is, 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 it, is it brilliant writing? Yes. Is it a good play? Okay. But I don't know if it's a popular play. It's, it, a popular is not... I guess popular, we're thinking like... It's probably uh, only got a lot of attention because of who was starring in it, and they're like, hey, this no, kid... No, no. Equus has been around for Well, no, but now... No, but lately, like, it kind of it kind of swelled there for a while because everyone's like, Harry Potter's fucking a horse. And you get to see his wing. I mean, that's when it, like... Well, that I know Equus you, has right? been around that, for a long right time. There, that you. Well, I, the yeah. magic wand. It's yeah. I'm just saying it got a lot of extra attention around that time. Yeah, that might be true. Like, Whoa! Stunt, little bit of stunt casting. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, that's all. Well, any of those sure. uh, revivals in 
like Broadway. Broadway, stuff, yeah. Yeah. there's going to be a. You see a lot of that yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, they had really a, do. a Jonas there doing uh, oh, how to succeed in business or something like that. Yeah. How to succeed at uh, attracting a vapid wife without even trying. <laughs> <laughs> your your star Nick Jonas. Why? I, like I said, I have E. Yeah. So that's how I know. Okay. E. Good yeah. for you. I, I have E as well. I don't watch it. So, you know. <laughs> See? There's, it's See? a choice. Yeah, it's it's a, there, you have a choice to be, yeah. you know. We have free will. <laughs> Team free will. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> now bravo. <laughs> I, that, that's what kills me is, I, I mean, I, have, uh, I love her, and, but my wife watches way too much. Of of that type of thing, like the, like, like yeah. Real Housewives of wherever. Well, you know, she says it's background for her, but you know, it, it's it's you know what else is background music? Yeah, well, you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm trying to make a living here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you're watching shows that don't require actors to it's work. Right. Yeah. yeah, you know, we've discussed that before. This this blow up of, uh, I mean, is there is there a rumble waiting to happen? Like, are, are the actors going to go start? Burning down reality television's houses. You know, I, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think it's 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 running its course. I hope so. I, I mean, I was hoping it was a few years ago, but I think there's there's a desire, and then the quality of of scripted TV has risen because of it. So there's there's a positive thing. I mean, right. Mad Men and you know Game of Thrones, all these things that yeah. are out there that are lost. You know, that are fighting this. Phenomenon the that swell is, you know, the swell. Realities. Well, I mean, because it's, it's cheap. It's cheap to make. Right? Well, competition and reality shows are cheap yeah. to make. Yeah, you know, because you don't have to pay them until they win. Right, right. <laughs> so. Well, what boggles my mind are these reality shows that are completely scripted. I mean, I understand. Well, they all are. I mean, I mean, but com- I mean, just like painfully, and they're they're scripted and reenacted. So it's not even like it's Some like we're gonna are, put yeah, yeah. we're gonna put you people in I, this situation and see how you react. It's like, all right, we're gonna hire these four people to play the people who were the people from the story that you told us to pitch us the show. Right. And you're like, what a fucking convoluted mess. Well I mean that was the case even from the real the real world. I mean they cast it. I mean well, right. it's a casting process. I mean when you submit to Survivor, it's a casting process. Right. But in a so. lot of those situations that they'll you know they'll give them discuss this topic and then what happens is kind of organic like you know especially in the first season of the real world they would push them towards the that, topic that, and then they just let it happen sure that you know? that's true but as they figured out what was happening and what was you know what had a q rating and what right. what was resonating they would then seek out that type or, type yeah, or sure. that conflict or that sure. conversation they they would manufacture that that well, situation and, and so. now they'll even stop it you know they're they're stopping it all right wait hey this isn't working um, let's d- move it in this direction. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you know, which is weird to me. No, that I, I don't. I refuse to believe that. No, everything <laughs> Kim Kardashian done has done <laughs> has been totally organic. Oh, you mean like the episode where they smelled each other's vaginas? Yeah, that was that fucking, happens. That happens. That Girls happens. are just sitting around and doing that. I, I, I have seen it happen in just driving by in L.A. It just happens. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's probably true. But yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh, strangest uh, celebrity sighting just while you're grocery shopping or something in L.A. Oh, see, my wife is much better than I am at that because she – I just don't have a radar for it. Okay. I mean it, it, I have. It's not like I haven't. Right. But uh, I mean – 
I was driving with my my in laws, and they almost hit Harrison Ford and Brentwood. What? What? <laughs> he was crossing the. I mean, it was this little area that's that's kind they of should have because it would have forced the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Harrison, we'll fix that leg in a second. But I would really like to know all about Blade Runner. Yes. Um, we will rush you to the hospital as soon as you tell us the truth about whether you're going to be in these movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean that uh, I. I Sorry to Queen Latifah, but I don't even sure she probably wouldn't even remember this. But I was on the way to driving in Beverly Hills, and motorcycles have a tendency to do whatever the fuck they want in LA. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And uh, they don't have any laws about lane splitting, so they'll like like ride the line. Yeah, and then they'll, lanes, they'll yeah. go in between cars and then get into the crosswalk in front of everybody so that they've cut in front of her. And and she had done that, and I was you know honking my horn, bitching her out. So you know, and then she turns around like, oh, it's Queen Queen Latifah, and I thought about it for a second, like. Fuck you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the one danger there is Queen Latifah probably could kick your ass. <laughs> well, you know, I was in a car and she was wearing her leathers. So, you know, it's like she looked like she could probably even more so than normally. But, you know, I was like, I'm in my car, you know. But, yeah. Dunk, <laughs> 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 dunk. You know, she was probably saying the same thing. It's like, what? I'm driving here. But, you know, that's how you get in LA. It's just like, eh. Especially in Beverly Hills, it's horrible. See that horrible I, drivers in I, Beverly Hills. I wouldn't want any part of driving there. No. From I, 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 last time I was in LA, I was ten and I was fucking neurotic, riding in a bus. So I can't even imagine. I, would never, I don't drive buses. Well, it, was, it was like a, it was like a. Well, uh, nobody drives rides buses if they can help it, and that's the problem. Is that like, more people should? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, they don't have a subway for the it, most right. part, and and half the half of the whole city is in the valley. And right. there's only like four ways to get from the valley to L.A. So uh-huh. <laughs> that, that's why it gets so neurotic. Well, and this was like a like a tour bus. Like we were there to yeah. go to Disney World or Disneyland mm-hmm. and go to San Diego for the zoo and stuff. And we just on the freeway, like I'm, I don't even have a real like frame of reference for what it takes to drive at 10 years old. But I'm nervous the whole time because I'm like. There's cars everywhere, yeah, and they're yeah. not stopping. They're still going, but we're there's nowhere to go from where we're going, and, and I, that's probably where my fucking neuroses that I have <laughs> later in life started was just in that moment on the freeway in LA at ten it, years it, old. It, yeah, I mean it's it's a headache. I mean I I avoided like the freeway. I mean it's it's the thing is Santa Monica from our house on a good day twenty minutes. How many times have I gone to Santa Monica in the 13 years, 12, 13 years I've been there? 15? Really? Yeah. I mean, I, the times I can, I've been to the beach, I can, you know, name on my hand because it's just like, it's such a headache. Oh, yeah. To get there. Well, and even and once you're there, it's kind and, of a mess, right? I mean, well, there's lots of people. It, it and... depends. I mean, I once made the mistake of going on Memorial Day oh. or Labor Day, one of the two, and it was just, it was insane. It took, I mean, just to get in there, it took us th- two and a half hours. And then for some reason it was a big day for gangs, and they they literally shut down part of the beach and made us leave the bar we were in and stand outside. And there's people lined up against the wall, you know. Wow. So it was a bad day to go. And of course, <laughs> my wife is like, "I don't want to be here." <laughs> and yeah, I mean, if you're gonna go anywhere, you go to Malibu where there's like nobody because it's all rough rocks and things like that. Because things, things that really make a beach neat, actually. You yeah, know, like, you know, like that, the, the the sandy beaches and. I don't like that groomed beach yes, look, you know. Well, you, you actually, it's if I take people, I take them up there because it's like, you want to see the ocean? I'll let you see the ocean. Right. We're not going to go to well, and what, Santa Monica or Venice. Cause. What fun is it to be asshole to elbow with people 
You know, right. you know when yeah. you're first there, it's kind of it's neat because you haven't seen it, and it's neat. But uh, once you've been there a while, you're just like, I don't really want to deal with this. It, well, it, it's not fun. I don't have a beach body per se. <laughs> I, you know, I don't. You know, if I'm going to a beach, I'd rather be a, like a hiking beach than a like I'm going to lay here on this towel. Beach. Well, yeah, I, I've never no. been that guy either. So yeah, I'd rather have something to do. Yeah. But uh, I do have a beach body, by the way, if anybody wants to know. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I've got the hair for it, too. You damn it. <laughs> you paleo-eating. <laughs> <laughs> Flip-flop with long pants wearing. <laughs> I don't like laces. <laughs> I don't like to be handed things. <laughs> I try to pull that off at work and they're just like, seriously, take this off my hand. <laughs> like I'm continually like they'll bring me some kind of an assignment or something. Like I don't like to be handed things. And they're like, take it. Like I don't like to be handed things. Like you're going to take this. <laughs> if you don't take this, you you're, lose Yeah, your you'll job. be – yes, you'll be fired. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to be handed something. You know? <laughs> this works for Robert Downey. Yeah. <laughs> Most it. Do some coke. <laughs> I think that would also go well with your job. Yeah, yeah. They, Any job. Yeah, you know? they, they, it's they, like how many jobs do you get other than politician where you can do coke and then come back and have an even better career afterwards? <laughs> right. You know, politician and Robert Downey Jr. Those are the two, <laughs> the two times. It worked happen. well for Sizemore. But. No, no, it's because he never stopped doing coke. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, hookers and blow, probably the downfall of that guy. He's alive still, right? Yes, yes okay. he is very much. <laughs> For yeah. now. Like I just shit-talked him. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like... Well, I don't want to feel bad. Is did, I lose, did I lose... Wait, would you feel worse I mean, if he was dead than you're talking about a dead guy? Is uh, that better somehow? Only, only if I didn't know that he was dead. Like, you know, because like when Winehouse died, I couldn't get on air fast enough. <laughs> like, I'm like, I told you. I fucking told you. What? What now? Yeah, but you yeah, know. you told us like you were the only the, 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 <laughs> the, the insight that you had there is just phenomenal. How did you know? I'm observant. <laughs> Everybody said she was turning her life around. She's got a big comeback. Big comeback. It didn't happen. Yes, this this willing suspension of disbelief in like any any of these things. Like the only like, way this bitch is gonna have a comeback is gonna be a haunting. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Uh, Amanda Bynes, next one up. Jeez, I, I I wouldn't even get involved in a death pool where she was one of the picks right now, right? Because you'd have to split that yeah, money. Yeah, like you, know, you know these type of things. I mean, you thought Spears was gonna have, you know, or or uh, uh, Lohan. Uh, Lohan's still on the cusp. She's on the cusp, but <laughs> you know, it's it's. I'm just glad she made Machete before <laughs> before she died because that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a, a phenomenal cast of characters. Oh. I, I, how that got pulled off? They got the of, sequel coming through. They do they? Yeah. They do. They do. Oh, and yeah. you should look at the cast list. Yeah, it's it's some it's, good it's, shit. Well, and it's just crazy to me that they got some of those people to do the shit that they did in mm-hmm. that movie. Like it's so weird how he gets that stuff to happen. Like it's just. He really pulls performances from people that you're like, no shit, they agreed to that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm watching Lindsay Lohan totally fuck, uh, like, some chick. Uh, and I'm like, this is happening. Oh, you mean in that movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in that movie. Yeah, not yeah. just, like, last <laughs> Saturday. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, no not, not that six months where she was a lesbian. Right. Yeah. For, you know, ratings, I guess. I don't know. But I'm just watching. I'm like, this is the chick that was in Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs> it's such a weird world we live in. Yeah. <laughs> But I had the same response when uh, 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 Anne Hathaway did that movie Havoc. I'm yeah. like, is this really happening? This is Princess Diaries, girl. Mm. Like the things that she's doing, I haven't seen in some pornography. Like, 
That Havoc movie. Huh? You don't have the internet then, I guess. I, well, I do. Right. I do. But <laughs> I'm I not saying I have. I've heard of, yeah, right. <laughs> of things like that. Yeah. At the time, I was on DSL, though, and that's no, not really reliable. No. Yeah. No, no. Now, that? within yeah. moments. Yeah. I've already seen the entire fucking porno of that chick from uh, Teen Mom. Oh, really? I've already seen the entire thing. <laughs> like, the day it came yeah, out. Yeah, if there isn't just, you know, that it's like one of them's in jail, the other one's doing porno. I'm like, and... This is you gave them a show. Well, and that's, you gave them a show and, and a medium. And that's the problem that I've always had the problem with is they didn't they they had the opportunity to do the right thing with that show and spotlight how difficult it was to be a teen mom and how you can make it work. Because there are teen moms out there that are actively parenting. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. it, it's the exception to the rule, but those are the ones you should follow. Instead, they follow all these train wrecks that they know are going to be well, a disaster. Well, I mean, and, and the problem is they, they follow them as train wrecks, as opposed to you know, say even even though it wasn't successful for some people, like Doctor Drew and, and Re- Slavery Rehab, where at least you're like these are the problems, and these people have problems, and we're trying to fix them, as opposed to let's just step back and watch what happens. Well, and then when they, <laughs> well, and then they cut the commercial, and it's a little it's a little uh, illustration of the like. You know, like they just show a fist fight between mom and dad. And it's a little uh, uh, illustration of a crying ducky, yeah, or a broken heart. Yeah. And you're like, what? how? How can you trivialize what just happened? Like this was a goddamn disaster. Like the things that just happened on your television I mean, show. Say what you will about Hollywood as being just as as horrible as it is, but reality TV is oh. is the pit of of hell. I mean, you look at these like these pageant kids and, oh. and all this stuff and they're just like it, it's as if pageant kids weren't exploited enough now yeah. let's put them on tv and and, 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 and now let's show honey boo boo yeah and, 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 and hold that up to kids well there, it's like know? abject failure is success in reality mm-hmm. television oh yeah like you don't you're not watching even like real housewives of wherever like they're showing the failures of these successful people like it's just ridiculous unless to it's me. nene I don't know. Nene from Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's on the the New Normal. She actually got a career now. So you know, really, yes, that's she, sickening she's on to a, me. A, that's yeah. absolutely sickening to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like you. <laughs> shit. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, but try already failing at your at your, your your dream and hope. Uh, you know, at least you're uh, you're making it happen. Oh, maybe. you haven't failed. That's that's ridiculous. Because I'm alive. Is yes. that why? You know. <laughs> Wait, right, wait, wait. right now, River Phoenix is still more successful than me. Well, that's true, but he was but better looking. Still, that's true. He was know. better looking, yeah. but he still made that stupid Stand By Me movie. Well, but then we have Sam Kinison, so that kind of throws that out. Yeah. He was more successful, too. Yeah, he was. He was. And not better looking. Well, I then I, that's, that makes me think. I'm trying to think of whether that's true or not. That's, but, that's, that's some hurtful shit. I haven't seen Motherfucker, <laughs> I haven't seen motherfucker in like 10 years. And he comes into my house, and he pisses in my Kool-Aid, and he's like, no, no, it's just lemon-lime. <laughs> Bullshit. You guys want to go get some supper? Yes. All right. Eat. Thank you so much for oh, Tony. For Tony drove an hour and a half up here tonight wow. from Iowa City to uh, just to do this and uh, go have some. No to chauffeur eat. Or, not, or anything. It was, no, it was tragic. My, but I, I will think say, I have calluses. I will say he didn't exactly roll up in a fucking pinto. All right. So <laughs> things are going okay in the Forge Mark household. All right. It's and he may not have had a chauffeur, but he did have a black Escalade in front of him and a black Escalade behind him. So, <laughs> so uh, no bullshit. Uh, this guy's got people. All right, uh, but thank you so much for coming up and doing this. Oh, thank and, you guys. And it was actually a lot more. F- I expected it to be fun. And it was even more fun than I expected it was going to be. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh huh. It's it's true. I'm I'm 
pretty fucking spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I'm outstanding. So but. you know, check out check out Tony's uh, IMDb page. It's it's under Tony Forsmark now. Yeah, right? let's get that number up because you know it means so much to me. Well, just check it out and look at it. No, know? it's, it's cool. It's, no, it's, I, it's I'm just making fun of just my last little thing about Hollywood and IMDb scores. And, oh, and it's, do it's, those mean something? You know, yes and no, because there's so many easy ways to manipulate it that it's it's frustrating. Because you, you it used to be something where it's like if it was popular, then things would go up and down. Right. But, you know, there are services that will like log in many times <laughs> nice. for you, so you get your number up. You know, it's like, and I was like. That's annoying because it took me so long to get up to there. Well, if not, if nothing else, it's it's nice because you can have your demo reel on there. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and so there's stuff people can look and see what you've been doing. Um, mm-hmm. you know, which I'm sure will be only there'll be more and more and more because I I think you you do good work and good things are going to happen for you. Knock on Continue wood. to happen for, for your you. Your ears to Steven Spielberg. And, and, and <laughs> let your ears, your mouth. To and, and and if any and if you ever get a chance to beat out Joe Spina for a fucking role, you do. Oh, that you shit. know I will. And you send him you a card can, afterwards. That's right. <laughs> Just be like, just one card that says, sup, bitch. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to see Joe. I'll hopefully uh, see Joe next month. Or in, August. In August. In August. He's talking about coming to uh, Wizard World with us in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I'll get to see Joe and say all these things to his wonderful one bald face. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yes, I still need to, to uh, see his, his uh, sketch comedy. So I heard it's outstanding, and, Joe. Yeah, and they're just starting to back up again. The, yes. Uh, yes. I don't know when, how much longer you're going to be yeah. in Iowa, but... Um, we should give all those dates out so people can burgle your house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm home now. This has been pre-recorded. So, uh, but yeah, I, I've heard that it's it's great. He's you know he. Works well, that's a lot what of, I mean. I mean, I know we're closing it up, but I mean that's talking about the different routes. I mean, right. Joe's got uh, he's he's going uh, with you know live performances and, and and things like that, and that's 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 his route, and it's working well for him. Yep. So. And the internet, the internet has been yeah. huge for Joe. I mean, the yeah. the stuff that he's shown up on. When people are going, and I know I've told the story before, when people are going to to uh, San Diego Comic Con mm-hmm. dressed as you, yep, you've kind of made it. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, he, he he didn't go. He gets a phone call from his buddies like, there are people here dressed. As you. As you. And he's like, what are you talking about? There are people here dressed as Fat Flash. <laughs> and, and, and I don't even know if he knew how to process it. But when he told me that story, I was like, Jesus Christ, man. You're a, you're a meme. Yes. You're a meme. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. Like I, I like almost cried tears of joy for him. And I don't think it still resonates for him. This is also the guy who works. His day job is Playboy. So, yeah. Well, it, you know, that's exactly. I mean, he's got a big life full of suck. Doesn't yeah. He? You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, uh, I you know I I know it sounds cheesy, but it, it really means a lot that you came up here. Oh, and, no, and did this I'm, I'm glad you allowed me to do it. Oh, and, and, and you know, whenever you uh, come to Hollywood, you can look Joe up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. There's a real moment. There it is. Wow, that was right before I was going to say. And the next time you're in Iowa, we'd love to have you on again. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> This has been uh, episode five of Miss Interview uh, with our guest, Tony Forsmark. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. I'm Tony. Love you. Shut your mouth, no.